If you don't like paying for things, then do we have something for you? We're giving away free Marvel stuff um, at, on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash DelphinPod, and on Twitter and on Instagram at DelphinPod, starting Friday the, Friday the 13th. Ooh, Ooh. ominous. Yeah. yeah scary. Really? That's right. Everyone here is scared. Be afraid. Yeah. Everyone's um, wet their pants. We have our Ouija boards out, too. Yeah. Ooh, Friday for, the 13th. Yeah. Harambe. On that day. What? For Harambe. Yeah, Ouija board is out for Harambe. Wait. Dick's Ouija boards out for Harambe? You've right. never heard of it? No. Are you guys trying to talk to a gorilla? It was a pretty big yeah. movement. Okay. <laughs> when I see the gor- when I see the gor- the gorilla, when I see the Ouija board just fly across the room, I'll know Harambe is here. Yeah. Yeah, but free ninety nine? You free ninety nine. You don't have to pay for any of this. If you go to Facebook.com slash ovenpod starting Friday the thirteenth. Boom. Oh, I thought you guys gonna go ooh. Yeah, yeah. The witching hour. <laughs> We're gonna give away At stuff. Midnight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, midnight, Friday the thirteenth. A ghost will come near house <laughs> with presents. That are with free, presents, apparently. yeah. We're gonna give away something every single day, all the way up until Infinity Wars. What are some of the stuff that we have? They're behind you. Uh, um, we've got pops. We've got a ton of pops. We got a bunch of Funko items. Free Funko. Yeah, Funko. comics. We're Funko. giving away comics. Got a shirt out there. There's a shirt. Yeah. yeah. Hey, thanks for giving yeah. us that shirt. Yeah, yeah definitely. I it's, only wore it once. We yeah. Not just <laughs> it's really bloody. <laughs> Get a bloody shirt that <laughs> Rob's worn once. Game worn. Yeah. But yeah, it's really cool. You got to leave a little scale replica of Captain America's shield. Yeah. That looks pretty dope. We have a. Uh, I know we have an Avengers pin. If you want to look like you're in the Avengers, but obviously you're not. You're not. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, you got a special edition uh, Doctor Strange pop over there like an exclusive yeah. that's pretty cool exclusive yeah. Marvel's Marvel Collector Core is yeah. exclusive the one it's he's an astral form oh yeah oh nice but we're giving all that stuff away uh, find us on Facebook we're only giving it to people who have liked or followed the page and who are nice to us and who are nice to us and so leave us <laughs> a review only the nice one uh, for a limited time or until we ran out of, of postcards we're writing a postcard to every single person that leaves us a nice review so do that alright here's the show Welcome back to another episode of Countdown to Infinity, an Avengers podcast. We're going to do what we do every single episode, which is we count down oh, from the no. highest number in the American alphabet. In the <laughs> alphabet. U-S-A-U-S-Z-Y-X-W. What movie is this? 15. 15? 15. Oh, man. So close. Otherwise known as Fideen. This movie can get a permit. Yeah, we can almost taste Infinity War. <laughs> Three, two, one. Hope you're ready. It'll be here any minute. Is that a rifle? You don't know what a rifle looks like? It's just swords were your thing and guns were mine. But I guess we we're both doing guns now. I just didn't know that. Well, that's intense. <laughs> See it within you. Fear, jealousy, betrayal. It is our duty to cleanse the universe of this weakness. You know, they told me you people were conceited douchebags, but that isn't true at all. Dude, uh, I'm using my wrong eye. Welcome to this week's episode of Countdown to Infinity, an Avengers podcast. If this is your first time and you're excited because the Infinity War movies are coming out, 
Oh boy, do we have a show for you? And uh, we'll be gentle. Hold on for your first time. Yeah. That just we just hit a landmark. I think Delphin just said Infinity War without it being plural. Nice. Oh, nice. Oh, so not Infinity Wars. For I usually make that mistake. It, is it a mistake? I thought you were doing it intentionally. No, you... I make mistakes all <laughs> yeah. the time. <laughs> Last week's episode, I, I said this totally wrong. <laughs> but we did a lot of meth before, so. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah you're right. Um, so we watch a Marvel movie every single week from the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So we're not talking about those X-Men's, those Spider-Man's. What are some other Marvel movies? That those are, Fantastic uh, Fours. Fours. Yeah. Those Electras. Yeah. Those Ghost Riders. Oh, Daredevils. wait, that second one's not bad. Oh, <laughs> we, here. I mean, we'll, we might do Daredevil. That was those a great Punishers. Movie. Whoa, he whoa, he whoa, heard whoa. bullets. Yeah. That soundtrack. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> Evanescence. <laughs> yeah. Early um, 2000s encapsulated. <laughs> but my name, I'm one of your hosts. My name's Emmanuel. I am John. This is Andrew. And returning, you may be now tied, if yeah. not, with Clayton. At the top of our of our list for most I, returns. I know. I Ooh. wasn't planning on doing any of these. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just named up like Clayton, too. Like, yeah, I know. This is the yeah. second time, too. I know, yeah. Hey, Clayton. He's, here, you're he's here in spirit. Yeah, he is. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, definitely. Rob. Uh, Rob, yep, yeah, I'm here. That's me. Excited excite, excited <laughs> to have you here. Yeah, thanks, You, like, guys. barked his name at him before he said it. <laughs> Rob. Oh, shit. Did you forget your name? Your name's Rob. I know. Fuck. I did, and thank you for that. Did I, you I really? Know how I, done I it. know today you didn't plan on being here. No, I did not. But uh, I know Andrew. <laughs> Andrew Sweet talked me into no, it. No, but I also did plan on being here today <laughs> as well. Did you plan on being any of the other ones, or have all no. of this been like a kidnapping type sitch? Yeah, it's more of consensual, but yes. It's, it's a scenario based. <laughs> Good. Yeah, it's, I mean, consens- it's a consensual based scenario. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Holy and, shit. Andrew's always talked about it uh, originally. Obviously, the Avengers of the sequel stuff, and uh, and then I was just like, man, it must be cool to have friends. So I decided <laughs> to come with Andrew. <laughs> and, we're, and, we're, and we're so close to Infinity Wars. Uh, oh ooh, my god, he went back to oh, being yeah. plural. <laughs> I said wars again. <laughs> the wars. Sorry, guys. Wars with a Z. Yeah. <laughs> the funny thing is that they're actually releasing like the the comics. They're like, oh, Infinity Wars coming out the movie. That's the best thing we have going for us right now is the movie. So uh, they actually are making Infinity Wars as Hey-o. the next comic storyline. And guys, if a war okay, is so good, wrong. if a war is good, you make a sequel. Just yeah. ask World War Two. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. I'm back, just kidding. Back to back World War champs. Yeah, USA. great. <laughs> World War One, boom. They're like, we need a little more of this. World War Two, classic Hollywood. Am I right? Yeah. I did. Get the Russo brothers in there. <laughs> Speaking of the Russo brothers, yeah, they had nothing to do with the movie we're talking about today. <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy Volume, Volume Dose. Two. And I'm excited to talk about this movie because Guardians of the Galaxy, I think we all agreed, was one of the top 18 Marvel movies. <laughs> yeah, in no particular ever. order. In no particular order, one of the yeah. top 18. Yeah. Hands down, it's my a, opinion. It's, it's got to be up there. Yeah. But it, it uh, joking aside, that was a good joke. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> joking aside, it was like, for me at least, m- number one with a bullet, Guardians of the Galaxy. Where did the first movie fall on your lists? I know we didn't prepare a list. No, yeah, yeah, we yeah did, I but. think it's number two for me. Oh, oh nice. But yeah, it's yeah. definitely it's up, up there. there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. I would say the same thing. Um, I think we talked a little bit about it on the Guardians podcast when you know we recorded it. Um, that one really is. It's kind of like a sneak attack. Like you know, you didn't expect it to be that good. Um, all the elements that kind of you know went into it like worked. 
and it's um and it's also obviously like a very you know it's an awesome time so like i would feel like probably it's my number two as well i think winter soldier still takes that cake yeah mm-hmm. for yeah. now for sure but um it's you know it's it's one of the greats yeah, I have to agree. Uh, just like we all rehearsed in the car ride over here. Uh, <laughs> you guys are teaming up uh, know, against right? me. No, yeah, I've always had like a, a place um, for Winter Soldier, special place. You know, I think that's such a great movie and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And and uh, but Guardians definitely, I mean, huge surprise hit. Uh, then, you know, uh, Sean got hit out of the park. So I mean, it's awesome. Yeah. And this is one of the weird things with, that we talk about on our sequel podcast. But when a movie does well. The sequel usually has to play this fine line of what are the things that have to be similar because that's what a huge group of people are going to want to see. And then what are the things that make it different and new? So this movie is that balancing act. And today we're going to get on that wire. Nice. Nope. Did that make sense? <laughs> okay, here's another thing. We're jumping on that wire, I okay, guess, if you thing. want us to. We're going to hop on that <laughs> wire. Okay, cool. Um, but yeah, uh, Volume 2 just came out pretty recently, I feel like. When did it? Yeah, it was last year, actually. Year. So what? last year yeah. in um, so 2017. Uh, shit, Whoa. Shit, shit. We're close to we're the May 5th. May 5th. Yeah. yeah, May 5th of 2017. It's not a year old yet. El Cinco de Mayo. Yes. But it, it was, you know, it was very, very Cinco recent. de Cuatro. We are so close to present day. Yeah. Weird. We're, super. we're catching up. Present day better watch out. I mean, yeah. I think we're this, going for it. this episode literally airs, what, to- to- today? Tomorrow or today, I guess, depending on what you're listening. Yeah. Some <laughs> so point like- in the future, it's airing. It's <laughs> yeah, coming yeah, out. Yeah, it's, exactly. <laughs> and there's nothing you very, can do very to stop it. <laughs> That's insane. Well, I, I was going to ask you guys how you guys felt when you heard they were making this movie, yeah. but what was it like last year? Yeah, I know. Hey, right? what was going on with you last year? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, so I thought hope. it was dope because James Gunn was returning and um, it was going to be... Uh, I mean, everyone loved the... Like, like you guys said, it was a, the sleeper of the Marvel movies that you never thought that would have succeeded. And then, um, obviously, to hear that there's a part two and hopefully they're giving the same creative liberties to James Gunn to make the uh, you know this one a little... I mean, James Gunn, is, is he's a smart dude, obviously, so he, does, uh, he obviously doesn't want to play the same note twice. So it, I thought it was interesting to kind of see his very first sequel. I think this is his first sequel that he's yeah, ever made, definitely. right? Besides so, writing Scooby-Doo... Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I mean, but uh, a little bit more. I mean, how how much of Scooby Doo was his? Uh, well, I mean, he only wrote Scooby Doo. Sure, right. And it, this one, know? he's he's writing and directing, so he's got a little bit more, obviously, creative control. So that was really cool to kind of be able to, um, I guess, anticipate on what he would do in a part two. It's a new uh, struggle for a filmmaker to think about like a continuation of a story that you thought I finished and put yeah. a little bow yeah. on it pretty nice well, especially like because what if you find out that part twos aren't your thing you know yeah and yeah. you're like oh man maybe i should have handed or off maybe the reins or something part two is your only thing yeah maybe. hashtag yeah. michael bay <laughs> <laughs> i'm just kidding michael bay open invite yeah we want you to come blow some stuff up here and do butt shoot shots us. of us yeah, shoot yeah. us like a music video and you know, um, do panoram shots too? I yeah, oh, panoram, yeah, panoram yeah. butt shots just make us look good. And definitely words. bring one of those cars that turn into, into robots. robots. <laughs> bring one of those bad boys, okay? Yeah. Autobots assemble. Roll out. <laughs> <laughs> Earth needs your sandwich wiki. <laughs> 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 
that's the next podcast. Counting yeah. <laughs> countdown to, to yeah. the end of to the Sean end of Buff's cars. Career. Countdown, yeah. <laughs> countdown to Cybertron. <laughs> yes, countdown to Cybertron. No, so let's talk about our first impressions. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Is it two? First, yeah. yes, two, right? First yeah. impressions. Um, Again, I don't know if we did. Did we do this for ROTS? I think we, yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. It was definitely yeah. last year. So. so we did this for another podcast. Why don't we just play just that just one? Play that one? Yeah. Okay, yeah. guys. Turn later. Off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> later, we're going to. Starting now, this is a rerun. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Insert ROTS podcast here. <laughs> we'll get those sweet syndication rights. We're the new Seinfeld. Nice. I'm pretty sure if people actually go back and listen. I mean, I don't. I literally do not remember what I said. What if we hated podcast. it? We're changing yeah, our mind. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, shit. First only, impressions only you were guys, made up. Only you guys will know, time. literally, after you listen yeah. to this. But um, I remember not feeling like it was really good. That you know, when I first saw Guardians Volume Two, but I wasn't feeling as strongly as I did when I saw the first one. Um, I thought it was a little bit when I first saw it. I guess if we're talking about like our very very first impressions, it was a little bit of an overstuff. I got like you know shades or like you know shades of Age of Ultron. Just because, like, you know, too many things were happening at once. Fifty Shades of Age of Ultron. Yeah, Fifty yeah. Shades. Fifty Shades of, of Ultron. Fifty Shades of Ultron. Right? Idea for a movie. Yeah, um, write, write it down. Actually, <laughs> someone's like unplugging him, and he's like, "Yeah, now plug me back in. Marvel's, now unplug me. Marvel's now plug literally going to take that idea from us, like here I in know, a second. Yeah. yeah, I know. Okay. Copyright. Yeah. Anyway, um, that's how it works. That's like, how it works. You just say it. TM. Yo, copyright. TM. Copyright. Trademark. <laughs> Trademark. <TM>. <laughs> <laughs> copyright. But um, you know, I still remember being like, you know. That being said, like, you know, kind of not feeling as strongly as it did in the first one and, you know, it being kind of a lot at once. Um, it was a super, you know, um, it was more, way more emotional than I thought it was. Like, it's, it's a very complex movie. And I didn't have a very good opinion of it after the first time I saw it. Like, I needed to see it again because, like, I feel like I did miss stuff. And even when I did watch it recently, I still, I still caught things that I hadn't seen, like, in my first viewing. So mm-hmm. it is a big... Um, it's a big movie. Um, I, I just basically felt like kind of overwhelmed the first time I saw it. I did like it. Um, it took me a while to kind of you know to to pinpoint what I liked about it, but it was enjoyable. It was just you know it was just a lot at the at the moment. Yeah, I can agree with that. I mean, I think um, uh, I, I I did have issues with it in the beginning uh, in terms of I think just that first scene where it, it's un, it's unrolling with that that creature they're attacking, and then yeah, Groot does the whole like. Little playing dance in the sequence, radio yeah. and the dance sequence, it just felt like man, they just took everything that worked from part one and they just turned it up to ten. And Ooh, I just yeah. that's immediately I was like, oh, if this is what we're gonna be into for the whole movie, I'm not gonna like this. I'm not gonna, yeah, but uh, there are there are some really good things. I mean, I think they benefit a lot from some really good acting. Right, that is a really good cast. Um, and of course, the additions with like Kurt Russell and all that stuff that really help. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of stuff in here that. Of course, is maybe retread or just too much, or but of course, you know the soundtrack is amazing. I mm-hmm. mean, again, like the acting was on point, all and then stuff, some of the emotional moments still and, hit hard. And, yeah, yeah, definitely the the ego stuff. Um, spoiler alert! Yeah. Uh, but the ego the stuff, Yandu with, stuff too. <laughs> yeah, the Yandu stuff. I mean, there, there's so many cool things, and in, even to tell him that too, when he sees the Ravagers of like, um, or the original Guardians, whatever of mm-hmm. like, what's their story? You know, one little like yeah. that. Yeah, exactly, and so. That's interesting too to to hear all that and see all that and uh, just I, I you know there are things again there's things about this movie that are good but yeah there were some things that just like oh man it's again or you know mm-hmm. yeah yeah so I think when I first saw it I think for sure it was I didn't think it was better than the first one but that's a really high standard to yeah. beat yeah and 
uh, like I, I was that talking first one's to... like lightning in a bottle. Like it's right. just like yeah. It's and like your first child. You love it more. The rest of them, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. We tried, but you know. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, we we try all the time. You know what I'm saying, baby. Hey-o. But do you did you eat? <laughs> but, but anyway. Out. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah. It's it's hard to measure up to the first one for sure, and when if you were to make a movie and people saw it or whatever and they gave you criticism on it wouldn't you always try wouldn't you try to do more of the good things that you did so i think this movie tried to do that but it's like the way rob said where it kind of went too far the other way but uh even thinking about that Groot scene like it's different than when i'm watching it because i can say that i'm like oh i didn't enjoy it that much but when i'm watching it you can't help but smile and it's really badass because you get that full guardians experience of them fighting that interdimensional creature in yeah. the back and um, like starro yeah 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 exactly <laughs> yeah. from from the dc lovecrafty and starro <laughs> yeah but uh that that part's really cool and again it's cute and it's funny and the soundtrack to me it's i like the soundtrack better than the first one yeah, um, yeah, it's really good. i like it, it i like it, it more too yeah. it's a uh, to me it's underrated but uh yeah and again uh, yeah some things were rehashed and uh redone but um, ultimately, you kind of are able to see the similarities. I was telling John, I said the first one is kind of about him and his mother, whereas this one obviously is about the father. And, mm-hmm. you know, um, there's even a scene at the end, spoiler, we'll get there, but where he essentially has the dude who kind of is Yandu in Rocket, and Yandu's Peter's dad, and then there's Ego. So there's them three with Peter. And I'm like, it's kind of all three, in a way, the father figures of, you know, him or you know the teachers so to speak but um so james Gunn's just a smart filmmaker so it by no means is this the worst marvel movie out there but it definitely doesn't beat the first one yeah, yeah. i i think i agree and and but i i liked it for, i liked it a lot when it came yeah, out I, I still liked it i saw it last yeah. night yeah i, I think I, still, it's, I, I, I had a fun time yeah with that with that being said like everyone said that like i still think this is probably one of the most rewatchable Marvel movies, even though it's yeah. a very lengthy one too. Like it's two hours and what, 23 minutes or so. Yeah. Um, it's a very long, it's not, it's longer than usual. Um, but it is very like rewatchable. I feel like it's, it's, it's there's a lot. Very, it's packed with a lot of emotional it, stuff. Every yeah, single exactly. character has an arc and they solve it. And I mean, even with small characters like Nebula, I told John, I said he was able to add two characters or three characters into the group of already numerous characters. And um, still make it work. It should have been way worse than it was. Right. The pace suffers for it. And yeah. That's that's very apparent. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it is like kind of like you know, it's literally We're, a roller coaster when you're watching it. Like you yeah. know, it, it goes from very fast to very very slow to very very fast again. And connecting all of those storylines is difficult in a way. I mean, you it, it really is because you're talking about a galaxy and everyone's separate, but they're having different conversations and and it you know and you have to somehow get them all together it's like a season of tv in one movie yeah basically. it's like a soap opera yeah. really but yeah i i i thought a lot of the um callbacks to the first ones were were very deliberate and and very very similar you got one in the very first minute where Groot is dancing and then drax falls and then he looks at him and he stops yeah uh, like that's yeah. the very first one from the get-go well, let's start off with that i mean you guys said that like you know rob said that um that that scene was a little like kind of jarring for him. That it was a little bit you know amped yeah. up to turned up to eleven, I guess. As Spinal Tap mm-hmm. would say, 
And then, you know, and then Andrew said, like, you know, you didn't mind it, like, kind of seeing well, it because again, it was kind like, of grand. I, th- I think about it now. I'm like, yeah, it was too much. But when I'm actually there in front of it. When you're actually again, watching it. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. It's, a, it's almost like when you're experiencing it, it's a it's a very enjoyable movie. But when you start to think a little too much on it, you're just kind of like, uh. Well, it's maybe, not something you not should, really. I guess not something you want to dissect, I guess. But you can have fun watching it or in the moment, mm-hmm. I guess. But I, well, I think what was different is the very first time you saw it was the first hint that this movie was going to be different. Because mm-hmm. here is the hero. And then he's just kind of knocking off in the first five minutes of the movie during the credits. Oh, the first one, yeah. Right. And so it brought that theme to be like, okay, I can let my guard down. I don't have to worry too much about a plot and with my and notepad then, writing down what's going to happen. And then boom, cancer. What? And then it, was like, <laughs> and then it got yeah, crazy. Yeah. yeah. It was like, damn it. <laughs> but I think what, I mean, I can assume, I mean, James Gunn is on the phone right now, so we'll have to, uh, <laughs> Yeah, we'll, I can't get it to work though, so none of the listeners will hear it, but we will. <laughs> we'll know he was here. We'll know he's here. Yeah. Um, but I feel like he's creating in this Marvel universe, uh, like a theme or like a motif for the Guardians movies, which is like, you know, a dance sequence in the beginning. But a very deliberate thing, kind of like the yeah. Star Wars scroll in the front of every Star Wars movie. I feel like he's trying to make these choices and say every Guardians movie is going to start like this. And, you know, it's mm. going to have these things in all these Guardians movies. Yeah. I didn't actually is, think of that. Yeah, that's probably an, an assumption that he will make. Well, yeah, that's know, what, like all I, of I obviously thought of that. Like, obviously, yeah, that's true. But I was like, I what you just said just popped up in my head. I was like, Volume 3 is probably going to open with like some sort of yeah. the zoom. Some sort of dance sequence. It almost which is rare. Like a roller coaster of emotion, I guess, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Happy to, to down get the dumps there, and then, yeah, get, you know, get up on the top at the end. But yeah. it is, and, and, I, and I understand where it's kind of different from any of the other Marvel movies because none of the other ones do this as much as right. Guardians does. Even, I mean, some other things that are repeated, uh, finding the body part, Rac- Raccoon asks oh, for a yeah. leg in the that first one. Yeah. And then yeah, this, this one, one, he also... It's a callback, it's an eye. The eye. Yeah, he yeah. gets an eyeball. So uh, there are a lot of different things like that that we see. But I think it, it hits on most of, the, most of the points that you want from... Uh, a sequel, which is expanding the characters that you like from the first one. Oh, definitely, yeah. Um, I think times yeah. ten. I think. Yeah, exactly. I you think know. it goes a little bit too far, like to the extreme, or to the point where, like, you know, because we can, and I guess we'll talk about this later about actual, like, you know, little nitpicks. Because I think me and Drew were watching about a scene where um, something goes on a little too long. We're just kind of like, All right, we get it. Like, you probably could have cut away at this. Oh yeah, point. it was the Groot, the getting the fit. I was oh, like, man, yeah. that scene took too long. That, like, that was he, very long. He could have brought less stuff. Or he could have just found it faster. Like he didn't need to bring the desk or anything like right. that. Right. Like, I thought it was adorable. Like the first two, maybe even the first three things that he found, and then it just kept going on after that. Yeah. Right. Like, kind of like wait, what? And okay. then it's already attached to this awesome action action sequence that is happens to be you know ten minutes long. Yeah. yeah. But um, but everything like I don't know everything stuff is you can see where where Gun is trying to entertain you maybe a little bit too hard, but yeah. like you know the actual emotional points of the movie work which is kind of which gives me a pass for it this was this is i guess why i'm feeling so like conflicted about it because there are some parts where i, I really do not like you know you think with. it's like too much of a good th- too much of the of the like the fluff well i guess a, a so ton of the because stuff it, it that, is from the first one it's a lot of fluff from the first one but it's heavier themes than the first one so well, it's almost like the ex- like the the i wouldn't say like the structure or even like you know stuff like that it's the cool parts that made you feel anything from the first one but like it's it's sprinkled around a very darker like you know storyline and, well, and which is kind it, of it makes it jarring a little bit. James Gunn is still a very smart filmmaker, so he definitely it is deeper than most people think. Like you can you can think about a scene that you saw at the end and be like, oh, it's a callback from the first scene, you know, from the very first time or whatever. But um, yeah, he he he's just able to tell a story, multiple stories 
and give them all their their closure pretty pretty i mean neatly i think again it, it should a little have been too a neatly yeah, yeah a little it's, it's, maybe that maybe that's what irks me a little bit too is like something is a little these these resolutions are kind of tied up a little too well yeah. i guess that's the the issue too where for like except with the exception of the after credit scenes there's not really much in the movie at the end that gives you reason to continue with a third one right I, yeah there's not like that would be the issue of like maybe not wrapping up someone's story of like what's going on with Nebula or, you know, something to, to give something to come back for. But right. it, if you kind of feel like you get everything paid off, but with the small, subtle stuff like the Adam Warlock and all that stuff, whatever, then, you know, that kind of gives you a reason no to Guardians, come back. Yeah, yeah exactly. There's no Guardians. Um, but, of course, if you're a viewer who doesn't read the comics, then you're probably like, who are these other guys? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah, yeah, well, that, that makes sense to me that yeah. a, um, people thought, some people thought that it was a lot because yeah. in the, the first Guardians you followed the group and them coming together, and uh, everything was a little bit simpler. Simpler, and then also, like I think people really liked, me, myself included, they liked the dynamic of all those guardians together, you know, for the entire movie. Yeah, not like working and then working, and yeah, yeah. And, and and this one, you're right, they split up a couple times. It's like a Walking Dead. Episode. They introduced new planets, new new concepts, like the first Avengers, and yeah. I'm sorry, not the first, first Avengers, uh, first, <laughs> the first Guardians, guardians. the yeah. first yeah. Guardians, and and um, I. For comic book fans, I'm sure that's great to see. Yeah. But for a regular moviegoer, you may be like, "All right, these guys were in it for a minute. Yeah. Should I have remembered who they were? Or what are Ravagers mm-hmm. and and what are they talking about?" But I, I still think that the I mean, there are a lot of themes that we'll get into and talk about. My favorite is probably fatherhood. Fatherhood. Yeah. yeah. That being Papa, said, Papa, Papa, is that you? Hold on, let me do my monologue, John. Go for it. Go for it. Sorry. Papa, Papa, is that you? Yeah, I'm going out to go get cigarettes. I'll be back in five minutes. Papa never came back. <laughs> that was it. That's the whole play. Yeah, that's it. That's so, guys, nominate us for whatever a whatever Tony? Nobel Peace Prize you is that think. A Tony? Or yeah, no? I think yeah, the I, micro I, short yeah. Tony. Tony. <laughs> what do podcasts get? What, know, what awards right? do they? Um, Potty. Potty. That was the, the what was it called? The Streamy. The Streamy Awards. Nominate us for a Streamy. <laughs> that <laughs> sounds like that was a thick thick stream. T H I C. I was saying thick. that like all those stuff. All the nitpicks that I have, like I, I, re, re, I just basically said that um, it irked me that everything was tied up too ni- neatly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My gripes with that is because not a lot of movies that I watch are tied up that neat. So maybe James Gunn is onto something. Did something like, good, yeah, yeah, exactly. Maybe he's just a really good writer because, like, I've never seen a story, you know, tied up that way. Like, well, you know, he said it, so, with so many fucking characters. I think this was really personal for him and pretty much everyone because everyone has a father, whether they know them or not. But yeah. James Gunn said that. This movie made him come to terms with, and him and Chris Pratt said the same thing about their dad and what it means to be a dad and a lot of the universal themes because Nebula and, yeah, she's dealing with... Yeah, Nebula and Gamora obviously dealing with major daddy issues. Yondu, Rocket Raccoon doesn't have a father. Drax lost his... Was a father at some point. Uh, Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's it's crazy. Because this is a Marvel movie. This is... Little baby, little baby Groot, where everyone's like, "Oh, it's yeah. just, he's just to sell toys." But when you look at it, like he lost it, his dad. Technically, yeah, 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 exactly. Everyone, you know, is is his father figure. You have to be able to, to be able to, you, you know, you have they're to take doing care it of all together. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah take totally care right. of it. Yeah. So it is a crazy theme to choose for a, for a movie that uh, is, you know, re- really fun, has a ton of characters. Is it part um, of a big franchise that you yeah. normally don't see? Yeah. And in a way, I think this movie uh, completes this uh, or. or has has a harder time 
trying to make all these characters connected mm-hmm. than even like the Avengers movies or Civil War, where it's just, hey, we call this superhero. Let's yeah. let's all fight together. Let's get or, our one-liners in yeah, and move on. This guy's right. in a folder, but this movie took the time to make you care about. I mean, it definitely the feels like the deepest movie out of all of oh, them yeah, emotionally definitely. and. Mm-hmm. Uh, like again, like you're saying, it's really gone its way to build for each character, and uh, I mean, even like Drax, who sometimes can be unrelatable, you still kind of get his uh, his background more, and uh, I mean, even Groot doesn't really say anything. You kind of feel for him and all that stuff just because yeah. the emotions on the CG uh, face, I guess they give him right, and all that yeah. stuff. But he's a good yeah. face. Yeah, he's a, he is. He has a face you can you can really uh, plant plant in the in the ground. <laughs> Um, but yeah, cool. So, guys, we're gonna take a really quick break. Quick breather. A quick breather. <laughs> yeah. We're all we all have hardcore asthma, so we're all gonna have to take a couple tokes of our inhalers. Tokes. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then when we come back, we're gonna play a trivia game. Uh, it's a really good trivia game, guys. Yeah. It's so good. Awesome. Yeah. Um, and then we'll so good. We'll be right back. Let's work on that monologue more, Andrew. I didn't like the way you said your line. I'm sorry. Mm, It's whatever, I guess. Yes, 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 yes. Welcome back to our show. Boy, howdy. Did we have a good break? Did everyone use the restroom properly? Did you just like greet people in the middle of your sentence? Boy, howdy. <laughs> Real country. G Willikers. Lordy. Shit. Well, yeah. So this is our countdown to infinity patented, not really, patent pending. Trademark. Trademark. Copyright. copyright. You just have to I say it. it. Copyright. Said, copyright, yeah. He said it first. It Damn in. it. It's Here's... my podcast now. <laughs> Here's 30 bucks. Um, it's our trivia game. So we use an app called Kahoot, and the boys in the room yeah. uh, try to answer on their phones the question I read aloud. And the faster they answer, the more points they get. And do we have a good one for you? Guardians of the Galaxy trivia. 21 questions. 21 Jesus. questions. 20 fucking one? 21, guys. 21. This is the first film ever to suck. No, I'm just fine. Be filmed completely in Atlanta, be filmed with an 8K camera. Feature a Walkman or create an accompanying music video. This uh, is the first feature film ever? to do one of these. Ever. Like cinema history stuff, guys. Cinema. Ever I heard of it? Oh, one. shit. Yeah, that one's pretty hard. Fuck. I knew it was going to be that one. I oh, it man. Also. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it's the first to be filmed entirely on an 8K camera. Is that real? The 8K red, camera. scarlet, whatever the F. 8K. I don't even think anyone saw it in 8K. Yeah, I know, right? Do they make screens in 8K? Like, no. You could watch it in 4K and then just imagine what the other and 4K was. And then multiply was. it times two. Yeah. Oh, no. That's how much the camera cost. $8,000. Oh, man. I forgot to do some things before. So, you guys are playing for a... New car! Andrew, stop trying to get that car off, all right? Get that car off. <laughs> no. Try and get oh, me I off. I got that car off. Transformers porno. <laughs> get that car off. Nice. A $10 off gameplay gift card to Top Golf. The Ooh, farther you shit. golf, oh, nice. the farther you top. Does it come with a bulletproof vest since we had that shooting at Top Golf here in San Antonio? Too real? That's too real? Not really. It's just okay. maybe. They have the best security over there at Top Golf. I got to say, 
<laughs> Everyone's going to try to lose now. <laughs> I know. Uh, anyway, tops off, golf's off. Am I right? Nice. $10 off. That's like a half an hour of free gameplay. I like it. Um, and it has 21 questions. It's insane. Uh, but I was thinking about this. James Gunn is probably the most open about his production, production process. Yeah. And so that's why there's more information, more trivia about it. Nice. It's, he's not that secretive after the fact. He's always on Facebook Live. And again, as we said before, he's on the phone right now. Yep. He's, we he have him on mute. Him yeah, yeah. We, we're not going to hear him. Yeah, he's listening in. He's yeah. on hold. You guys are tied at zero, just like... Uh, nope, inappropriate. Too close <laughs> to... <laughs> Shit, yeah. How long after the first film does this one take place? How long after the first film? Is it two weeks, two months, six months, or one year after Guardians 1? How long after the first movie does this one take place? Oh, oh my God! You all got it wrong. It's oh, two nice. months. They've only been together two months, which makes sense. They're kind of still. Uh, That's true. Weeding. Yeah, they're still yeah. arguing. My bad. That's still. You still guys, tense. why did you guys? Fuck. You all picked the same wrong answer. I know. We were. This is a tough one, huh? Yeah. We were cheating. I see you guys sweating. If we can, if I wonder what happened if we can all go without getting any of them right. Then guess who's going to Top Golf? Oh, <laughs> like me? Not me. This <laughs> is expired. The house yeah. He's no like, one's I going. actually hate golf. I'm not going. Yeah, I will Tops tear, off. I will tear this <laughs> card up in front back. of you. <laughs> what do you think their what? What do you think their slogan is? Top golf, hit it. Uh, I know. <laughs> Top golf, hit it and quit it. <laughs> <laughs> New slogan. Top golf. Thanks for this, by the way. Thanks for the gift, guys. Still tied at zero. I'm coming up on you guys, though. The cinematographer <laughs> and production designer of the first Guardians couldn't make this movie I because should. they were busy making what? Black Panther, Thor Ragnarok, Game of Thrones, or Doctor Strange? Fuck. I guess. So the cinematographer and production designer were unavailable to make the sequel because they were making another Marvel movie. Fuck. It was Doctor Strange. Someone's on the board. Meow. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> that was actually an, uh, an actual, like, you know, didn't you ask that question during the Doctor Strange podcast? I might have. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. I, I want to talk more it. about Rob's noise that he made. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> are, you on a, are you on a horse or are you are you a gay cat? Meow. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Oh, you shit. hear that, boys? <laughs> We know you this don't. This cat's taken. <laughs> you don't like him. He's a pussy. <laughs> Anyways, Doctor Strange. So uh, I guess the first Guardians was really vibrant. There was so much going on. Yeah. And it looked really good that they yeah. took him for Doctor Strange. A, a really ambitious movie, Doctor Strange. Yeah, I mean, that's a very it beautiful film. Yeah. yeah. <gasps> Robort. Man, that was a pretty high scoring question. <laughs> 725 points. What are you going to do with that? those points? Ooh, take him over to Top Golf. Okay. Oh, right. Hopefully, I don't okay. know. I still got like eighteen more to go. <laughs> Could you know, do you know definitely how golf loses. works? <laughs> who was not considered for the role of ego? Who was not considered for the role of ego? Kevin Cosner, Liam Neeson, Gary Oldman, or Virgo? Vigo Mortensen. Mortensen. <laughs> Vir- his cousin Virgo. <laughs> I was looking at it and I was like, huh. It's Virgo Mortensen. <laughs> Gemini Mortensen and Cancer Mortensen. <laughs> Virgo Mortensen. Uh, who was not considered for the role of Ego? God fucking damn it. Is the one that I... Wait. No, yeah. Kevin Costner was not considered for the role of, of Is that really Ego. true? So Gary awesome. Oldman, Liam Neeson, and Vigo Mortensen all were considered for the role. Crazy. Mm. Gary Oldman's... Been considered for a ton of roles. Oh, yeah, you're right. I don't know why. Yeah, Marvel it. just keeps missing out on them. Yeah. Like, they need to lock them down or something right now. I mean, you're fucking totally right, though. Kevin, why would Kevin Costner be considered? He was, at this time, he's already, you know, what, Joel. Sorry. He's um, Pa Kent. Pa Kent. Yeah. Pa Kent. Pa Kent. And also, he was in Waterworld, too. So, <laughs> oh, you don't want to mix those up. 
<laughs> hey, he won an Oscar for Dances with Wolves yeah, and yeah. The Bodyguard. He did very uh he did a very bad job for Waterworld. Postman. Let's let's do a sequel to Waterworld. Yeah. Untouchables though. Called Wet. <laughs> wet, wet, wild. wet Earth. Wet and Wild. <laughs> yeah. Let's call it Girls Gone Wild. <laughs> I think we'll get a lot of people <laughs> close enough right. watching it. Here we go. Robert still the only person to score points. This is Woo. unheard of, guys. This, this is... may be the hardest one. Yeah. This is literally it's my so game hard. to lose. <laughs> this is my hardest one. <laughs> what was Kurt Russell's character's name in Sky High? Oh, uh, another Disney superhero film. Fuck. So it, was it Peter Savior, Marty McLegend, Daniel Danger, or Steve Stronghold? I finally got an answer right. Kurt awesome. Russell was in Sky High. Boom, we all watched that movie. Woo-hoo. Sky High. Yeah. Did hey. you guys watch it? The Stronghold Ooh. 3. The Stronghold 3. Yeah. I actually really like Sky High. Like, it's a nice Yeah, movie. I mean, yeah. it's very underrated. You get Killer Frost early on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Killer Frost. Frost. You get um, yeah. Ramona Flowers. Uh, yeah, Bruce Ramona Campbell. Flowers. Bruce, yeah, Campbell. Bruce Campbell. Bruce Campbell. Bruce Campbell, yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, Fun for the whole family. Yeah, yeah. Kelly Preston and, like, um, fucking, what's the I know. Name? What was Kurt the Russell? budget on that cast? Like, that's a pretty nice a, cast. Yeah, it's 3.4 billion. Yeah. It's actually really cool, like, superhero movie. Have the principal from Community? No way. Jim Rash. The, yeah, Jim Rash. Yeah, yeah, she was the henchman. Was, yeah, Oscar yeah, winner. Fucking yeah. right. Yeah. He has an Oscar, too. God damn. It's wow. a fucking great the movie. Deed. Yeah, he wrote yeah. Up in the Air, and he won an Oscar. The Dean? No, he didn't. He wrote The Descendants. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Fake news. I like immediately believe that. I was like, wow. <laughs> Meryl Streep was also the voice of the school bus in Sky High. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it was so good. That school bus, I it was, thought... It was magic, oh, And, and then even had Farva from Super Troopers was the bus yeah, driver. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was so cool in this dang movie. <gasps> Ooh, Robert, the- you're still up there. Uh, J Money and A Nasty coming up the rear. You're uh, okay. What other 2017 feature film? Okay, wait. What other 2017 <laughs> film features two actors from this movie? Was it the Emoji Movie, Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle, The Fate of the Furious, or Thor Ragnarok? Oh fuck! Two actors from this movie are in one of these other 2017 movies. What was it? I got it. Think back to last year. Ooh, yeah. The Fate of the Furious. Do you guys know who the two are? Uh, Kurt Russell and Vin Diesel. Kurt Russell, Vin Diesel. And The Rock. What? Can you? Oh, he was. Can you really count Vin Diesel in this thing, though? Yes. What does he really do? (laughs) Yes. We sure can. I feel like they they schedule the. The voice, you know, he the, says the ADR session around Vin Diesel. He right says now. all yeah, his lines it. on stilts. He memorized <laughs> all his lines. You know what's insane about Vin Diesel? His first and his last name have something to do with a car. Yeah, a Vin number, and then Diesel, diesel. gasoline, yeah. Fast and Furious. Wow, oh, guys, Vin diesel, diesel was born to play to be this. Toretto. Yeah, yeah. Dom Toretto. Family, 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 family. family. Since what if you were like, the first to reach uh, in to grab the chicken, you got to yeah. say grace. They're like at KFC. They're like, do you want the the individual meal or do you want the uh, family combo? We're gonna get the family. Family. <laughs> family. Okay, all right. <laughs> I guess the chickens died. Yeah. Um, so, Robert, you're still number one with a bullet. A nasty second place. John, you're pulling up from the bottom. Power bottom. What <laughs> What did Michael Rooker admit he was doing during his eulogy scene? So, spoiler alert, he dies. Was he sleeping, <laughs> farting, humming, or laughing during the scene where he had to lay down in his funeral? What was he doing Fuck. during that scene? 
Oh, this one I got. You guys are... Oh, I actually <laughs> chose... <laughs> yeah. Why'd you pick farting, you pervert? Wait, what does that make you... <laughs> I know. Like, yeah. Oh, you love hearing farts. that kind of I mean, stuff. Rooker is... Um, if anyone watched the B- BTS or just knows like about Michael Rooker in general, he's like... A, he's a funny guy. He's a wild card, yeah. So like, I yeah. honestly thought he would be he's, farting. I thought, I thought you were going to know from that that he's very flatulent. And I was like, <laughs> wow, that's very in-depth on <laughs> The correct answer was he was sleeping during <laughs> yeah. that scene. And why would you not? When you're asleep, you look dead. Yeah. And plus, you're getting paid to sleep. You know how how cool is that? You got yeah. paid a lot of money to sleep for sure. Um, I got paid to sleep during a sleep study once, where uh, dreams of death were flooded into my head, and now I see blood. That's scary. Yeah, I'm sure is. people were touching. You got you. paid handsomely for yeah. that, right? Yeah, twenty two dollars. Oh, awesome. That's worth yeah. it then. Twenty two bucks, and totally. I have uh, I'm, uh, I'm in a living nightmare. Mm. Yeah. Oh, I'm coming for you. How many sci-fi films has Zoe Saldana been including in, in including this one? So Zoe Saldana, was it oh, four, six, ten, or twelve? Four, six, ten, or twelve. Does that include Crossroads? Maybe. Okay. How many sci-fi films has Zoe Saldana been in? It's probably twelve. She's Gamora from this film, if you don't know. Six. Yeah. Oh, damn it, I got it wrong. Can you guys name them? Yes. Uh, Star Trek. Star Trek 2. Star Trek 3. Both Guardians and Sicario. There's a huge Avatar. one. Oh. Avatar. Avatar. Yeah. Yeah. Last Airbender. The Last Airbender. Yeah. <laughs> she plays the air, and yeah. Meryl Streep plays the school bus. <laughs> a ride on the magic school bus. <laughs> That's her. That's Meryl. Beedee, beedee. That's Meryl. Yep. That's Meryl. Robert, you're, a... you're number one, but he's he's on had fire. four answers in a row, row. Robert has had four answers you in a row. have a streak. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you shared the answers with him. Michael yeah. Rosenbaum auditioned to be which role in the original Guardians? Craglin, Rocket Raccoon, Star-Lord, or Yondu? Michael Rosenbaum auditioned to be which role in the original Guardians? Star-Lord. Wow. Uh, Rosenbaum, mm. who it plays Lex Luthor. Luthor. On Smallville. In Smallville. Um, I appreciated him in Smallville, but come on, Michael. Lex I Luther, think you're I mean, just aiming a little too high on this thing. <laughs> Lex, I was going to say Lex Luthor. Michael Rosenbaum is one of the funniest actors yeah. that I know. Oh, yeah, really? yeah. He's hilarious. He's Has a anyone James played Gun. a lolly yeah. chainsaw? James Gunn, other, is a, his other project. Game, yeah. He made a video game. Nice. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Book you. Sorry, I had, I had to burp. I couldn't jump in there. Robert, you're number one, but they're coming closer. 200 points away from they're you. They're coming for you. They're coming. Who is rumored to finish their Marvel contract after Volume 3? Who's done with Guardians after Volume 3? Chris Pratt, Zoe Saldana, James Gunn, or Bradley Cooper? One of these people. Oh, fuck. Oh, damn. Everybody. everybody Chris again. Pratt. Why Chris... wouldn't James Gunn be done with a capital yeah. A? I James Gunn with a capital A. They should be both correct. I don't know, guys. <laughs> I am not the person in charge of contracts not, at Marvel. Who, who am I? Kevin Feige? Yeah, no, who am I? Vigé. Kevin Vijay? Who, who am I? Vaj. <laughs> Kevin Fine. Vaj. Yeah. I'm not Kevin Vaj, your favorite porn actor. <laughs> Kevin Vigi. Vigi. Nice. If that name's not yeah. taken, it should be taken. Kevin Vaj? <laughs> Hi, I'm Kevin Vaj. Yeah. <laughs> and I want to be Kev in... That. Oh, <laughs> Get it? That'd be a nice little business oh, card. Whoa. I think everybody gets it. Yeah. Robert. Hey, barely hanging on here. Barely hanging Robert. on. I don't need some more. We're not even halfway through questions. yet. I know. How many other films has James Gunn and Michael Rooker collaborated on? Five, eight, twelve, or three? How many other films has James Gunn and Michael Rooker collaborated on? They're in each other's movies a lot. Everybody pick like different ones. <laughs> no. Five movies. Can you guys name those five? Uh, Slither. Slither, Super. Guardians. Guardians 1, Guardians 2, and... 
Belco experiment. The Belco experiment, right? I have no idea. I was literally <laughs> banking on you answering all these correctly. <laughs> yeah, I think that those are it. Yeah, for th- sure. those are it. Yeah. Nice, 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 nice. <gasps> John, you're on top of Robert. Damn it. Get off of him. Yeah. I'll be on top again. You're a power bottom, Robert. How many yeah. times does Groot say, I am Groot in this movie? Son of a bitch. 23, 17, 15, or 54? Why are you like this? What? I don't know. Oh, uh, man, I think it might be only 15. Fuck. Yeah, I know. I feel like he doesn't talk a lot in here. Oh, son of a oh. fuck nugget. Ooh, my 17. Incepted the wrong answer into you. <laughs> 17 times is how many times he says, I am Groot. I Which... literally just took that answer because you said it out loud. How much do you think he got paid? <laughs> I know a lot of money. <laughs> to say I am Groot lots, 17 yeah. times. He probably hit him with that, have you seen Fast and the Furious? You know what's kind of weird? It's been... I saw the actual session. You uh, you guys uh, walked in when I was watching the special features. They were wait, actually... Wait, wait, wait. With his pants off. What did you guys walk in on? <laughs> I was watching the special features for Guardians, too. Um, Vin Diesel was literally saying I am Groot in ways that don't show up in the movie. And they're just like... And... I am Groot. No, at one point he just said it in his normal voice. He was like... Groot. No, he was like... I am Groot, and like he said it really weird, and then like James, it cuts to James Gunn going like, "That's good. We'll 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 mess with it." <laughs> well, <laughs> I was also like, that's pretty funny. Well, he said that he, he, I think ultimately they decided on like say it in your normal voice, and we're gonna speed it up. Yeah, so speed say it up it and super slow. slow. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So that way it'll be high pitch. That is crazy because you're right. It's not his normal. Yeah, it doesn't sound like Vin Diesel, actually. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't sound like Vin Diesel. It, could have to voice. it sounds like Vin Gas, not Vin Diesel. Yeah. yeah. Vin Unleaded. Oh. Jay Money, you're still on top, but only, let me do some math, 12,000 points. Well, no, 12 points uh, away from Robert. Who filmed scenes that were cut from the film that we cut? Was it Tom Huddleston, Chris Hemsworth, Huddleston. <laughs> John C. Riley, or Glenn Close? Tom Hiddleston, Chris Hemsworth, John C. Riley, or Glenn Close? Someone filmed scenes for this movie. Huddleston. And it was not in the final cut. Who did it? Who, who, who filmed scenes? I don't know this one. Of yes. course. Why wouldn't it be that? Yeah. Glenn exactly. Close. I didn't think they had the budget to film her again. No, because she said yeah. she would be back for the second movie whenever they asked her about like preliminary. Like, yeah. You know, Stuff about it, like she, they, she said, she was contracted for the second one. She was like, "I'm about to go start filming 103 Dalmatians. <laughs> I don't have time for this." <laughs> kind of sucks though, because Prada like, again. Close is pretty cool. I feel like Glenn Close may <laughs> feel like she may. <laughs> oh yeah, I feel like Nova Prime may actually bite the bullet, <laughs> or she might bite. Whoa! Might spoiler bite alert! In Infinity War, I mean, Thanos interesting. Has, Thanos takes the Power Stone. I mean, where well, else is I, it at? I, I, it's like, we'll see. We'll have to Maybe see. She gets away from it. I don't doesn't know. he just Power destroy? Doesn't he just destroy half of things? Yeah, but he likes to destroy half of the world you with his. You can keep your that other half, but that, keep the bottom. But half. The, the half that he destroys, Nova Prime works in an office with the actual Infinity Stone. Hmm. So okay. only half the office will be destroyed. Yeah, <laughs> Glenn Close, on. Glenn Close. Yeah, I'm losing this one now. Now I'm, it's starting to slip away from me. It's starting to slip around, away from though. Andrew. You can still turn like, around. I, I need a yeah. streak. There's still a thousand questions left. Yeah, you're not wrong. Now, right? Ego's license plate on his Mustang. Is it James Gunn's high school license plate? Used in Kurt Russell's uh, Death Proof car. Oh, that'd be cool if that's from true. From Chris Pratt's actual car, or was it entirely CGI? So the license plate on the Mustang that Ego <laughs> drives in the beginning. There's <laughs> something pick re- the most ridiculous. There's something really special about it. Oh, yeah. It's of James. Course. Why wouldn't it be that? It's James yeah. Gunn's high school license plate. I almost went CGI also. But I was Me too, like, yeah. yeah I, like I it would be CGI. something like that. You guys don't go to celebritylicenseplate.com. Yeah. <laughs> it's just James Gunn being a narcissistic. Oh. Yeah. 
what? what? <laughs> no, he's no, like, shots I... fired. Yeah, he's on the phone. He's hearing <laughs> yeah. all of this. Yeah. I know, I see him. He's slipping me off. Yeah. Like, he's on the phone. Visibly upset. Robert, you took the lead back. You took yeah. it from them. Talk about a power top now, huh? <laughs> what was the secret name for this film while they were making it? Guardians Secret of the name. Galaxy. Was it another 80s movie? Level Up, Daddy Issues, or The 80s? Oh, man, I messed up. Fuck. Oh, no, I did. It was called yeah. Level Up. I thought for sure it was daddy issues. Oh. <laughs> hey, the porn. That's a Freudian slip, guys. Yeah. I wrote that in there. John, you're back on top. You yeah. guys are just going back and forth, yeah. slamming each other against the wall. Andrew's just watching, slobbering on his own. <laughs> just really taking turns going at it on this one. Yeah. Why didn't Benicio Del Toro reprise his role of the collector? Was it because of scheduling conflicts? He didn't like the paycheck? <laughs> he is currently Thanos' prisoner, or Marvel didn't even ask him? I have no wow, idea why. Was he that was, uh, wow. Yeah, Bar- Marvel didn't even call him. He was like, I want to be in it. And they were like, nope. I assumed he was busy filming Sicario or something like that. Yeah. Sicario. Yeah. It's a me, Sicario. <laughs> <laughs> See, Luigi. <laughs> the plumbers who yeah. drug traffic. Yeah. <laughs> Luigi, what are you doing? All that cocaine. Question 17. Eagle's Planet is the biggest VFX ever. Oh, fuck. How many polygons comprise the model? Is it 1 billion, 1 trillion, serious? 50 million, or 23? How the many? actual planet or the, the fucking... Okay. Ego's planet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How many polygons? <laughs> if we have any visual effects people out there, I know you're hard. Is it literally one <laughs> I know wow. you're hard. There were yeah. one trillion polygons. It just seemed like it. so many. That's why I was like, it can't be that. Guess how I got that number? I paused it. And, and I counted. counted. And I fucking counted. <laughs> I didn't even <laughs> you, round. Yeah, you started last year. <laughs> yeah. But that's crazy. I mean, it. I, it's a nice looking planet. Yeah, it's it nice. is. Yeah. It's uh, it's, it's Kurt Russell. Yeah, it's Kurt Russell's yeah. his name. Well, so the way that they work, I think uh, it's not just the white side of the planet. They had to build that entire thing and then put everyone into it in, in green screen. So it's insane. One trillion. Oh, yeah. They had like actual maps of like what this area of the planet is and what this area of the planet is. Like, it's kind of yeah, crazy. His yeah. butt was just a mud swamp. Well, no, no, no. I'm not talking <laughs> about the like that. The back end like, of the know, it was a volcano in a mud. They did swamp. like a Dude. landscape and then they did like a little circle. They're just like Gamora gets like shot down by Nebula here. And it's literally like a little small circle, but like they have this regions. entire like yeah. they have this entire like you know background mapped out like just that's in case. just phenomenal. That's like, pretty crazy, right? The like way, the detail, yeah, yeah. In uh, for for the short film we made, cloth, I printed out a Google Maps picture of the Earth, and I said, "Look at this." Yeah, exactly. And then he was like, <laughs> "This is where it happens." Any of this yeah. at all? And then he zoomed into this apartment. <laughs> yeah, this is where we'll shoot this. This just so we know yeah. where it is in the world. <laughs> so why did the why did the prop master have to create Walkmans from scratch? Why did he have to make his own Walkmans? Was it because it was sold out everywhere? Sony couldn't find any, or Sony wanted more money to be mentioned, or was it because uh, the one that they found were broken? The ones they found were broken. Yeah. Which one? Why did he have to make his own Walkmans? Walkman? Walkmans? Walkman. Walkman. There were three correct answers. Yes. And, and someone I, got it wrong. I, damn it. got it wrong. Me. Yeah. So the, the, walk, walkman, the Walkman they wanted was Why sold. Why the fuck would you think that? It was sold <laughs> out <laughs> everywhere. Just, just want to call you out on that, Andrew. So <laughs> they couldn't find any of them. And then, the, yeah, the, a lot of the ones they found were broken. Oh, it, man. I meant to pick. Uh, it was sold out everywhere. Because <laughs> I was like, can we so change it? Andrew point? said he went to pick something yeah, else. Can I can I? give <laughs> points out manually if you want. Really? Dude, no. Wow. <laughs> I was, like, was going to tell you, I'll go half with that top guard, Carl. Top golf cart. <laughs> Five bucks. <laughs> yeah. Let's all split it. A dollar twenty-five. Sound like you said that top golf cart. Just like, <laughs> <laughs> we'll steal one of those cards. <laughs> Remember, top golf. Hit it. 
<laughs> Don't quit it. J Money, you're now pulling away. Yeah. I'm about to pull off. The idea <laughs> So the idea of brain oh spontaneous <laughs> The idea of brain spontaneously creating themselves is a real thing and it's called cranial combustion, Boltzmann brains, psychoactual actualized craniums or Einstein illusion. So fuck. I don't know why I asked. Oh, so in the movie uh, ego is created because a brain just comes out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. I don't know this one. But in real life, that it's disease called is brains. called the Boltzmann brains. Wait, so like this is the weird thing about. I mean, we'll get into ego later, but like ego, literally had a human brain because the way it's shaped is an mm. actual human brain. Well, that's it's the way like God created him. God from the Bible. Wow, it's like, real deep. <laughs> this fucking, but didn't ego say he was God? So no, no, no. Oh. God's the one He's who wrote God the with Bible. The little G, John. Yeah. Yeah. Little G. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you did say G. little G. Yeah. Yeah. Boom. All, all caps God is God. <laughs> it is God, I guess. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> He's freaking out. Yeah. Too deep. Uh, I'm sorry, John. That's, <laughs> all the, that's all the vodka. Is yeah. it deep? I don't it's know. tequila, well, not vodka. Uh, so, yeah. Wait, uh, you have to ask. It's not deep. <laughs> it's called Boltzmann Brains. It's a real thing. Get yourself checked. If you see brains. Combusting out of nowhere. Combusting out of nowhere. <laughs> no, that's cranial combustion. It's fake. Uh, yeah. Fake news. Uh, Jay Money's still on top. What nice. other film does Peter Quill's mother appear in? What other Marvel movie does she Forrest appear Gump. in? Captain America, The First Avenger, Avengers, Iron Man what 2, or fuck? Iron Man 3? So uh, Peter Quill's mom actually appears in another Marvel movie. Really? Yep. Yeah. It's interesting. Sure this does. This one I do uh, know. Captain yeah. America, The First Avenger. She's one of um, Captain America's fans. I thought you were literally going to put like Transformers the Last Night because she literally was in that movie too. That's not a Marvel. Another movie, movie about cars. There's no Marvel movie in that. Oh, Vin, he said that, another that Marvel question. movie. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, I was like totally read into that. <laughs> it's insane how many movies are about cars. Yeah, Ca- lots. There's actually Theory cars. Car. Cars one, cars two, yeah, cars there's, three. There's Life is a highway. Yeah, Death proof. A, Death proof. Yeah. There's an actual. Yeah. You're right. Duel. Steven Spielberg. Christine. Jaws. There's a car in Jaws. The yeah. Fast and the Furious. Shit. One through eight. Wow. <laughs> Guys, cars. Maybe that's our new podcast. Cars. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Cars. Cars three. Uh, J Money on top. Hardcore slamming it to these I two know. guys. We're really, me and Andrew are really taking it. Last question. Matthew McConaughey passed on the role of Ego in the Marvel movie. Uh, so she can be in what movie? Interstellar, Gold, Free State of Jones, or Dark Tower? Damn. He passed on... Being oh, ego nice. to be in the dark. dark I was trying to think of like last year. Last year, what came out? This is definitely Terrence Howard passing on War Machine to be in that movie Fighting with oh. Channing Tatum. That was a terrible <laughs> idea. Oh shit! Yeah. Let's see who won this one. Jay Money, here you go, buddy. Ten dollars off. Okay, we'll take a picture for the camera. Yeah. Hold it. Pose. All right. Nice. It was like taking the card right in the mouth. Oh, here you go. Yeah. That's for you. Expired. I actually oh, no, think right. it might be expired. It really is expired, actually. Nice. Yes. I'm not even playing. It's, you it's, lose. It literally Good is. Good day, sir. It says here, look, hold on. March 31st. Oh, you missed it by a week. Sorry, buddy. No refunds. <laughs> 2018. You'll have to pay taxes on that. I think nice. you can call them because I got this to get April. It redeemed. Yeah, I got it last week. So I don't think <laughs> they gave me an expired thing. Oh, man. Top Golf. Maybe Clever. we won't hit it. Yeah. <laughs> if this clears, we'll hit it. But if this ten dollars doesn't clear, we're we won't hit it. Yeah. it. yeah, exactly. We're going to find some mini golf somewhere. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna go just slap balls up against the highway. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, guys, we'll go take another break. We'll see you in a little bit.
welcome back from that break. We hope that you guys hit it. Top golf. Hit it good. Hit it hard. Hit it all night long. Hit it, baby, one more time. <laughs> before before the card expires, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, they have bays. That's another thing we could talk about. They have golfing bays. Hit like, that, do you mean like, oh, like golfing bays, or do you mean like bays, like like them girls from the hood? Yeah, hit it, what bay. Up, bay. Yeah, hit it, bay. Uh, welcome back to the podcast. We're just having a good old time. We're smoking ten dubs. <laughs> <laughs> we're passing around doobies. We're passing around heroin. We're passing around meth. And we're playing a Russian roulette we with just an automatic ran, gun. We ran out of coke, though, like yeah. during the trivia game. Oh, no, 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 no. No, wait. Here we go. Let me just... Oh, never mind. <laughs> more coke. Am I right, guys? Back for round two. Um, Speaking of drugs, this movie was trippy, eh? Yeah, yeah. Literally, what, which hey. is really, that's the perfect segue into this. Um, I know, John. Actual, that's why he did it. <laughs> I'm a professional. This literally took me out of my... No, I'm just like, <laughs> kidding. Um... No, this movie is actually like you know. Um, Andrew said earlier, it was like, or yesterday when we were watching the movie, Andrew said like this movie is a literal acid trip, which it kind of is. Like you know, you have contrasting backgrounds or contrasting environments literally the entire time. Like you have a, you have a planet like the um, what the fuck, you have a planet like the uh, the Sovereign, which is like you know a technological like Blade Runner esque planet. Then you have a planet like you know Ego's planet, which is all weird color colorful foliage and stuff like that then you have like you know um what are the locations that we have in this shit we have like you know that that i that mean we have like the brothel. throwback yeah you have that brothel planet and stuff because it's kind of well, weird I and mean, even the throwback too to like uh when they're driving around in the like camaro or whatever they oh, like yeah, yeah. it get, still seems yeah, very vibrant birth. and all yeah. it's like that um and then you get to see like all the plants forming that, that he like planted while he was planting his her seed. right yeah uh, yeah, yeah. Well, so, um, let's talk about his seed ego as a character <laughs> In uh, the comic books, yes. It's a what is he? Who is he? Oh, Why? Okay, yeah. So, Rob, yeah, you should probably explain this. If you, um, are you familiar with the ego? Uh, somewhat. Okay. I mean, to be honest, like in the last like I don't know, fifteen, twenty years, they really haven't used him for anything really. So it's kind of like kinda, a gimmick character, right? Yeah, yeah, he was definitely somebody who was a little dated from the seventies and stuff. But I mean, like they ended up using him um, during some of the Infinity stuff. It's just he wasn't really something they use now. But right. uh, I mean, obviously, he's like. Um, the dad to Star so what Lord. Is, what is he in the comics? Though is he actually like? Um, he, he is I, totally I, like just, a, just planet, a planet. Right? Yeah, yeah, he's like, not. Yeah, he's not like planet with a mustache. Yeah, it's not like as smooth as Kurt Russell or anything like that. Like he just it's looks literally like a, a planet with a, a face. Exactly. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's as ridiculous as that sounds. Which is probably why he's not a character that is used now. Right, you know, because it sounds ridiculous. He's not a celestial. Um, and it's interesting because. This whole debacle here, I think uh, Ego was actually owned by Fox because he's a Fantastic Four villain. Mm-hmm. So which is weird um, because he appeared in Thor, I think, like first off. Yeah, 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 and yeah, exactly. And it's interesting because James Gunn obviously had this script in his mind for a while now, so he needed uh, Ego. So he asked Marvel, like, "I need Ego. Like, you, we should, uh, we should buy the rights from him, I guess." And um, Fox actually needed to borrow or needed to alter Negasonic Teenage Warhead's uh, powers. And in order to do that, they needed Marvel's permission, so they just kind of traded. Yeah. And, oh, that's um, awesome. Yeah, yeah. That, a little so bit that's, of quid pro quo. Exactly. One hand so washes the other. That's pretty much uh, how they got Ego in the movie. And, I mean, they alter him. I mean, what's uh, who's Star-Lord's father? Jason. 
Jason, is, uh, which is the name for his me- middle name, Jason yeah. Quill. Right, yeah. and um, he's actual royalty, you know, in the comics, and so they. This is another one of those instances where that's Marvel... why his name actually Star Lord, right? Like mm-hmm. the original name was Star Lord, is because he's a right, an actual, actual royalty, Lord of the yeah. stars. Yeah, exactly. So uh, Marvel again, another case of Marvel changing their characters, I guess, to either stay relevant or update them, or. You know, because most of these characters actually end up reflecting in the comic books, like the Crimson Dynable Whiplash thing, or um, you know, the fact that Samuel Jackson is Nick Fury now, which started in the Ultimates, to be fair, but now it's a little bit more uh, common. That that's what people recognize the character as. Mm-hmm. Star Lord stopped wearing his mask now because they need him to look like Chris Pratt or have that Chris Pratt persona, or even. Uh... Uh, Valkyrie, they're starting to draw her like Tessa Thompson now. Oh, from, really? Yeah, yeah Thor Ragnarok. Crazy. So yeah. that's pretty crazy. So it's it's pretty interesting. Synergy. To see them take yeah, take yeah. the liberties of changing Disney but, synergy characters up. But ego is such like you know like the way Rob was saying, ego is such like a two dimensional, very two dimensional character where he's just kind of like a very like chemical planet with a face. Mm-hmm. For him to be like the actual main antagonist of this movie because you don't really get that right off the bat. Like you know he there's a, a twist I guess in this case that happens in the movie where. He turns evil. Not really. Yeah. He doesn't really turn evil because people who know in the comics, like, he is just, yeah. Yeah, like, ego. Is. Ego. Well, I mean, even in the movie, he is who he is. Like, you know, the name is Ego, and, like, he's super. Ego. He, he has a giant yeah. ego in the movie. But, like, even for people who, like, you know, from people who coming from comics kind of know that Ego is going to turn kind of bad in this movie anyway. But the fact that, like, he's played by Kurt, Kurt Russell and, like, it actually... In a human form. Yeah, in a human form. And it does make for, like, a really cool, like, you know, interaction between, you know, characters. Like, you know, the Star, well, the Chris Pratt version of Star-Lord, which is kind of very much a... I feel like because his character was kind of influenced off of the Kurt Russell, um, you know, persona. characters. Yeah, per- personas of, like, you know, the 80s. Like, you know, maybe Big Trouble Little China and stuff like that. Like, you know, he probably took some some influence off of that. So that's really... That's pretty pretty intriguing to see, actually. Just mm-hmm. yeah, it. it's 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 wild because after the first movie, you know, he holds that Infinity Stone, and it's the biggest question: Why who is, is uh, yeah, like, who yeah. is his dad? How can he do this? And um, even the, through the production of this movie, there was nothing set in stone yet. And so, why in the beginning of this film, I thought the question would be they would reveal at the end. Yeah. This is your dad, but very early on, they're like, "Oh, he's your dad." They get it right out of the way, <laughs> and then it be just becomes kind of uh, an understanding of like he could be you're technically your dad, but he's not. Yeah, what does he say? Your papa, or your, yeah. he's not your daddy, or something like yeah. that. He had been your father, but he wasn't your daddy. Yeah, and yeah. I think that's such Boy. a that's a such a perfect line for for uh, for him to say because in this movie, you kind of understand like, "Oh, he's your dad. He's your real dad. He this is why he did everything." But he's still someone who's evil, and that doesn't. I mean, it, it gives you um, change him. It gives you the idea early on that maybe the bad guy would be Taserface or um, like Aisha from the Aisha, Sovereign. Yeah, yeah, from the Sovereign, because they're looking for the batteries and revenge and all that stuff. And so it's definitely a swerve that you get that those people are just you know in the sidelines, yeah. and yeah, and he's the really the villain. So it's definitely. Um, Good storytelling and how it kind of comes full circle with mm-hmm. them, and uh, you know he's he, you spend like a good chunk of the movie with him kind of ignoring his intuition and what his friends and you know family quote unquote like are telling him because he's just dying to have this relationship with his father, 
And uh, so I think it's interesting to see how it kind of comes around like that. And you see the change in Curse when he doesn't get what he wants. Somebody who's used to getting what they want all the right, time. Right, yeah, and, exactly, yeah. Um, From that type of, like, you know, that type of life form, like that type of authority. Like, yeah. Just like, you know, just kind I'm of... sure he's not used to being told no. Mm-hmm. Or if he is, that's all the bodies that are in that cave they find. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, so it's let's talk like... about what what is his what is his goal? He uses these so different seeds that he's, he's planted. He's become bored. Uh, in the million years of existence that he's been around, and he find, he he goes to seek out life first, and he finds out that it doesn't live up to the hype. Like it's it disappoints him, so he wants more. So basically, it's the um, life should know, be like him. It's so he, he should yeah. Basically, like like he's trying to conquer everything. He's trying to be he's a futurist, everything. basically. Sort of, yeah, sort of like that. Not really. Oh, he's like he's a Trump. Just kidding. Well, no, guys, I apologize. Manifest Mr. destiny. President. Sorry. Oh. Manifest destiny, but like mm. you know, universe wide. Yeah. Spread I like, this. I feel like I can add to that too. Like I feel like um I mean this is probably very apparent. I mean I'm not sure how like you know deep this is, but which is really cool because the fact that Peter Quill, his mom died of a tumor, right? And like it's not tumors, the tumor. Well, the thing okay, is like tumors, yeah. like you know they're they're associated with cancer and stuff. So like yeah. you know it's just something that spreads throughout the body. Um, you know it's a tumor. Um. Uh, what's what you call it? Ego is technically spreading throughout the universe like a cancer. So like is, a tumor. Is evil a disease? Like evil took his mom, and evil is now like basically trying to take evil in the form of his dad right. is taking over the universe. And yeah. I feel like that's that's really cool. Yeah, like, symbolism anyway. Like it's just, sure. it's really awesome. Yeah, and so basically, ego's trying to do this cancer basically to the whole universe, and he's trying to become. Uh, Every everything and yeah. in order to do that he needs more power and he finds out that one the power of one celestial uh won't not sustain it yeah it's not enough so he creates he's been, more he's been planting his seed both on planets and in organisms people. yeah right. it's not right. just people, people it's aliens like, yeah, you know exactly, yeah. you see a bunch of like different he's been he's been in a very comedic fucking way the too. thing yeah <laughs> from you another see world uh, comedic things too like at one point like it switches to yeah things Kurt from Russell's Inc. cursing or kissing someone but or kissing a, a creature but that creature is like literally the legs are around his neck and it's stuff. <laughs> it's like very, very comedic and it's yeah, and that's and very Gun, weird. James yeah. Gunn for you, but um, so he's trying to create another celestial, and that's where all the skulls in the cave are because basically it's all the rejects, the ones that didn't that didn't end up being the celestials, and Peter is the one exception. It's kind of wild to think about how. Um, do you think that this was the original plan from volumes one to have ego? As the as the villain, because a lot of what happens in that movie is referenced in this one, including the mom, including um, yeah, the, the town that they're in, everything. James a lot of Gunn things. is so smart that I wouldn't doubt yeah. that it's been in his mind for some time. Yeah, and he probably has you know in his mind where he wants to go in part three also, because me and John were talking about the first one is uh, Star Lord and his mom, and then this one is Star Lord and his dad. And then the next one will be kind of like a siblings movie. Where or a son? Yeah, yeah, maybe, exactly. Oh, maybe. Yeah. I, feel like, I feel like he would probably be... The next movie, I feel like, oh, the sibling the one. Son's father's son again. He would be more appreciative of Rocket, because he's always fighting Rocket. So, yeah. like, you know, he's probably going to be... The next one's going to be a sibling and movie. Those are kind of like the like, co-captains, which does get them into trouble in uh, when they're fighting against that sovereign. Yeah. Which yeah. is cool, because you can appreciate those space fights, you know. Something other than Star Wars space fights. Um you get and some really weird imagery with like James Gunn having the sovereign like almost like arcade games. Yeah, that, that, as I, like yeah. ships. I just that's love really the production cool. design and the thought and the the effects that go into that's this. Hundred percent James Gunn too. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, like, yeah. Well, like, even it's like not the, even Marvel the, too. Like it's it's grabbing the source material and literally making it into your own. 
And that's what's something that like that's something that I feel like is very very cool about James it's, Gunn. It's definitely a timepiece, and and just from he's just is a child of like the seventies and stuff. So I mean, a lot of that stuff comes out. I mean, you the laser uh, is going off from the Sovereign, or, or right, like yeah, the yeah. sounds from like Galaga and all that stuff, or has music that feel, too, yeah. yeah. And, and so just obviously like the music he's using is a lot of old school stuff like Fleetwood Mac and all that stuff. It's just, so. just as good as the first um, movie. The the soundtrack yeah. is. It's pretty yeah, on it's point. A, it's a pretty yeah, it's pretty amazing, and I, I can't even imagine what he's gonna have planned for volume three. Right. And I know he says he already has things in 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 his mind already, but just the way he's able to to come up with these ideas. I know uh, John had the behind the scenes stuff on earlier, and um, he was saying like when I first started writing the scene, he had the song already in his mind. And from that song was already coming up with the whole uh, the way it would look, the, the yeah. way the whole scene was gonna pan out. And I was like, man, you haven't even sat down and start writing this already, and you already have that in your head. And so I think that's really neat how he's able to come up with the film and mm-hmm. have that stuff yeah. go hand in hand with the music and the well, movie. and it's cool. Something be- he has triggers, like you well, know, music triggers like an image, and then the image it, triggers a sequence. And we said it like, in the first Guardians podcast, which wasn't that long ago now. Uh, now that we're getting closer to Infinity War, it definitely seems long ago. But we said it in the first one where he has these songs in mind before you know he writes them, or he writes them into the actual script where Kurt Russell actually says the lyrics to the song, and he has these songs playing on set while you're acting this whole thing out, so that way you can get a feel for you know what's supposed to happen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's really good because they they these movies aren't they they serve a purpose and they add to the entire movie they're not just like a gimmick like suicide squad that we talked about earlier now they're not just a winning oscar Oscar winning gimmick gimmick. that's that's an actual like you know but that's a good example you bring up though because it's not just shoehorned in there because like you know just to just to grab people's like you know attention this one it really is organically put into the story like you know this one and the first one even if this one is a little bit kind of wonky because you kind of yeah minus the scene of uh of of little baby group putting together a a yeah. boombox yeah, that, that so one, he can yeah. hear it. I was like, That's that pretty one, advanced. <laughs> that one's kind of a little too, like, you know, on the nose. But these these music, like, even if you listen to the lyrics and stuff, they're either played to irony or, like, they actually do paint what's going on in the scene. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. Um, let's talk about some of the big set pieces of this movie. You talked about the Sovereign already. That mm-hmm. introduces an entire race, race or yeah. species of people. And uh, an entire play feel later and too. image of well, the whole team. That's what's cool about the very beginning fight scene where Groot's dancing and all that is that they're basically like in full Guardians mode where they're on a bounty hunt where like, hey, if we do this mission, we get Nebula and we get to turn her in cool. for that they're sweet like in, cash on Xandar. It's similar like similar yeah. to the first one, it, it, it starts in the middle of a task already or something that they're doing, mm-hmm. um, which is like a little heist. Not even a heist. They're just protecting... Yeah, batteries yeah. for being uh, I, fed on. It just, that that seemed looked really insanely cool. I don't know what those ray guns they were using were. Yeah, but they were rainbow glitters. Well, yeah, yeah. And th- that was basically <laughs> yeah. the energy, the, yeah. the monster, right? The, the obelisk. Mon- yeah, yeah, the monster shoots out like you know energy in a Other different dimension. dimension. Yeah, yeah. it's wild. like an actual. It's something that doesn't belong to this right. kind and of existence. The way it manifests cool, is cool. It looks like it rips out of like space time. Just travels yeah. through. Yeah. And then um, it's yeah, really so, funny when it lands too because it just bounces like she's like, Poof. yeah, exactly the kraken. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's the space kraken. Space kraken. A movie starring Jennifer Lopez, William Hurt, Juan Janay Wallace, Gary Oldman. Apparently, Gary Oldman didn't didn't get the part. Dang, Gary, you got to get in on this. We can go back to that soundtrack though. The songs in this one were a little bit less. 
and known known than the second one yeah. or than the first one definitely just not I, I think thing. he's i think he's trying to pride himself on like yeah, i'm gonna exactly. stump you and it's not gonna be just kono 101 well, yeah and i guess it, if they're not from central they won't know what that <laughs> <is>. <laughs> he's, he's got, got a it's great. an oldie station here guys <laughs> look it up so you're learning a lot last week you yeah. guys had to google whataburger yeah now you have to google kono, kono 101 101 <laughs> but that, that's, <laughs> that's really cool though because some of those songs actually have like they still focus the story like you know that that song like short drive like Oh, yeah, yeah. Drive where they're all like you know, it. There's a scene where Groot is like you know pressed against the window. Yeah, he's kind of looking around. That song Lakeshore Drive was only big in Missouri. Yeah, like and around that area and where Peter Quill grew exactly, up in in, in the 70s, and yeah. so like he pulled that song and just just put the it way in they're there. able to fit together that whole scene of around Brandy. I mean, that's oh, just even that's just Brandy awesome just how like awesome. it ties into the story. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it's not even like they're having to do anything super creative writing like wise. They're just they're just talking the words of the song yeah. and just the way Kurt Russell's been able to deliver it is a way that like really makes it hit home and really helps you understand the storyline and all that stuff and uh, draw comparisons to the two and all that stuff so I think it's a really and a lot good of the scene. songs were personal songs that were about personal things for whoever was singing Some, a lot of them were songs to you know I, I, I'm trying to find the list but I think there was a song to like a son yeah, yeah, Father and a, Son was just yeah. like the yeah. last hard but even then, to make a change. I mean, you were, you were talking about the set pieces. Just Most of those then. songs yeah. like anchor the set pieces exactly, like, that are yeah. happening. Like one of the biggest yeah. set pieces that's kind of disturbing when you think about it too much. Come a little yeah. bit closer. That set piece is actually really bad. cool. Like it's um so big and so strong. Yeah, that, that song um that's playing that Andrew's singing. He's not singing it, that's a recording. Yeah. Shazam it, you'll find it. You've that is one of the most visually appealing and most visually satisfying and emotionally satisfying scenes in the movie. But you rem- you have to remember that, that like it's literally raining death. Yeah, yeah, it's literally raining bodies. He's committing mass murder like on a massive yeah. fucking and scale. Didn't Guardians yeah. One have like the most deaths in like cinematic history? I like how they carried. Oh yeah, yeah. Remember it, it had something. Yeah, with like all the that. all the the Nova, Nova yeah, exactly. Corps the Nova, yeah. yeah, for sure. Like and an extinct. This one is continues that, which is. Which is weird because, like, the Guardians at the beginning when they're fighting the Sovereign, Rocket's like, I want to kill some people. And they're like, those are remote pilots. You're, you're pil- yeah. you know, piloted. You're not killing and anyone. Like, yeah, and then this one, they're like, nope, you thought. Well, you guys are talking like, about But this. it's so happy. It's such a fun, happy scene. But such like, a badass it's literally, scene, literally, yeah, like, there's people, like, dead. Yeah. Like, and it's raining it, bodies. It's so cute because you're like, oh, Groot, oh, cool, he's committing murder. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Exactly. Well, that's that weird James Gunn yeah, tendency yeah. Yeah. to yeah. have Contrast. those two things. Yeah, contrasting. Well, you guys are talking about the scene where the ravagers because we talk about all these different stories that are happening rocky raccoon um nebula little baby little baby groot are taken hot taken by and the yandu, yeah. and yandu are taken by the ravagers and it's an entirely kind of different subplot that's going on between yeah. the ravagers and, and and the rift and that's what's so cool that uh what brings it on because uh, you get bring you, it on again you kind of yeah nice you get uh <laughs> That planet where it's kind of like it kind of looks like Blade Runner almost Blade Runner esque where they have those I don't know how James Gunn was m- managed to sneak this into a Disney Marvel movie but they have those like sex robots the fem yeah. robots the, lo- the love bots the yeah, love bots yeah. yeah. love bots yeah where like you could see Michael Rooker's character Yondu is like done he's unbutt- just he's finished his up. pants yeah, yeah and then you see pants. the robot like shut himself down I'm like man that's so crazy that he got this and in there the were movie. a lot yeah. of them in there there were oh yeah they were partnering yeah. it it's up a planet like it's a yeah. it's a brothel planet they're definitely almost. having some yeah. fun there you yeah and then. 
Uh, you do her, I do her, I watch. She do does it. You do it. She's but not even on. She they do it the clown. But you could still <laughs> see the longing though in, in their eyes. So I mean, you could yeah. tell they weren't they weren't having a good time all well, the way. Don't make me feel bad about this is <laughs> robot <laughs> sex. Yeah. And that sweet scene. I mean that that sweet set piece. Uh, you get basically introduced to the old guardians, which is a. Uh, uh, Sylvester Stallone and uh, Starhawk, Michael Star Rosenbaum, Hawk. Michael Rosenbaum, <laughs> and this is the part that I think when we talked early on about every character having their own arc, this is sort of Yondu's thing. Yeah, his background on it, and it's still related to Star Lord and yeah. the the grander he picture. Was basically, kicked out of the Ravagers for dealing in kids, and you end up finding out down the line that. How did Ego get all those kids he to was, his planet? It was yeah. ended up being Yondu. Yondu, which is insane. It, it's such a, uh, yeah, it's just a crazy yeah. thing. And yeah. that, that's why he ultimately didn't deliver Peter because he actually cared about Peter and he didn't want him to suffer the same fate as the other kids that um, uh, Ego had. And and I mean, and just a clever way of of, of uh, yeah making everything fit together in the end, which it is for Yondu. Let's talk about that real quick. This isn't the end of the podcast, but what do you guys think about Yandu's whole role in this in this in the, in this franchise? Yeah, because he does die uh, hardcore. Def- definitely a shame. I mean, it was definitely a tearjerker at the oh, end yeah. and all that stuff. And because uh, I think the first one, you kind of feel at arm's length with Yandu as he's like kind of the bad guy a little bit, you know. And then you kind of warm up to him a little bit, but then this movie especially, he really endears himself. Even with the little quips like, you know, Mary Poppins, y'all, and all so, you know, yeah. just really people really left that second film feeling like he stole the movie. You know, I remember people yeah. were making want to make custom pops that had him as Mary Poppins and stuff. And yeah. um uh, and just to kind of see him to lose him, especially when they're talking about the original Guardians in there. He was an original Guardian of the Galaxy, so right. yeah. you're you're kinda gonna get cheated out of that unless you do some kind of like time jump thing. I don't know what they'll like do with flashback that. Flashback or something. Yeah, but uh, yeah, definitely. It, it definitely was sad to see him go. Yeah, and um, it's so crazy because James Gunn, like, I mean, like the way we said, yes, this movie doesn't measure up to the first one, but the what the first one did was he was a what he did with the first one. He was able to make you care enough about these characters that every single time you see them going through something, whether it's their arc or, I mean, Mantis has that scene where she touches Drax and he's thinking about his family. Yeah, and you yeah. see how much hurt he carries around with him through Mantis and she's like basically you know she's never seen that type of sadness before or um, even when Groot he's getting picked on and like oh that was such a heart rating yeah, thing yeah. they put yeah, water exactly on yeah and he's like basically like almost drowning and you, you, yeah. you kind of want to cry because it's just he's just a baby yeah exactly so things like that where he's able to make you care about these characters so much and it's the same thing with Yondu starting with that Starhawk scene where you end up finding out that he was kicked out of his family and forcibly you know so he 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 wants to be part of this group that they're like no like That's all he has yeah you, you yeah. broke our hearts remember like that type of thing mm-hmm. so it starts to establish those emotional connections even him connecting to one of the most you know irrational characters which Rocket, is Rocket yeah. yeah exactly and he you end up finding out that they're basically the same character and that's that's uh you know or they even straight up very say very blatantly it. Yeah. yeah say that they even say it like you're you're me you know and I'm you type of yeah. thing but uh, he's even able to connect with Rocket and. Obviously, with you know, he has a scene with Nebula too, which was one of the the coolest scenes where they take yeah. on all the Sovereign and stuff like that. So, um, I think that's really cool of James Gunn that he's able to. And in a way, they're setting you up to feel bad because they're like, "Here's this character who you didn't see enough of in the first one, 
That we're making you yeah. care about well, because yeah. we're going to kill him. How many times in a Marvel movie have you seen a hero taken away from you other than Quicksilver? Oh, yeah. That's true. Yeah, so, definitely. Yeah. Quicksilver wasn't even a hero. Yeah, he yeah, exactly. <laughs> afterthought. He was, he was kind of a villain at that's first. That's the name of my Capital One credit card is Quicksilver. <laughs> I, can lo- I lose that all the time. <laughs> and you don't shit it's a not tear bulletproof. It's yeah, not I don't bulletproof. care. <laughs> yeah. It goes quick, too, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Shopping! <laughs> so, yeah, I think that was definitely a smart play on James Gunn to really hit you in the feels because it does make it the mo- one of the most emotional Marvel movies no, because probably of the, it. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and actually say it's probably the most emotion, yeah. emotional Marvel movie and even out there. And like, even for Quill, he loses both of his dads, but one yeah. he never even had and has to kill, but the one that actually you know he, he raised him for, and yeah. cared for, and he he dies in his arms too. Yeah. Like he watches it's, him die. It's reminiscent of the scene where he gives Gamora, uh, yeah, Gamora, yeah, Gamora. I was thinking <laughs> Nebula. What he gives Gamora in the first one his mask so that she can breathe in space, yeah. and and they catch her. Um, but it, yeah, and it's it's such a clever way to to cast him off. And boy, was that funeral pretty sweet. Yeah, I yeah. know. Yeah, that's kind of cool to see them. Uh, obviously, like like Andrew was saying in, in the beginning on the other planet, that he just wants to belong, and they're kind of pushing him away. But once he goes out the way he goes out, the Ravagers have accepted him back in, and he gets the Ravager funeral and all that stuff. So you mm-hmm. kind of get to be happy for him, even though it's in death, that he gets to be accepted by his family again and all that stuff. Right. But unfortunately, that was the, the success, the way he had to go out to, to get that. But, yeah, that's kind of neat. It's yeah. like one of the... I don't know. When I first saw that part in the movie, it was even, like it's even really hard to watch. Like, even it's like, now, like, like it's like you get a lump in your throat because yeah. it's just like it's yeah. very, very sad. Especially like the last frame of that entire sequence, which is Rocket actually crying. Yeah. Like that's like crazy. Yeah. Well, and it's like, a, I mean, and watching it in IMAX 3D, I remember it being such a spectacle. Especially when like they go through those 700 jumps and they end up, you know, the the things scenes like that, and especially this one with all the colors of the. The fireworks in space and things like that. Different so, planets and stuff. Yeah, super like and the one's get, gold, one's green, big red. rams yeah. in there, and you and get Mighty some, Cyrus. And, and even though Peter Quill knows, you get Mighty Cyrus. In there. Yeah, yeah. Yandu's, you know, his his mentor. It seems like he doesn't realize that he's the father figure until yeah. the very last and moment. That's what what's so sad too is that yeah, you see Yandu throughout the whole movie, but if you notice at the very end is when Peter Quill discovers that Yandu's a part of it. He's like, well, what are you doing here? Yeah. And then he gets ripped away from him in 20 minutes after yeah. that. Yeah. So it literally like, oh, I haven't seen you since the first one, and now you're dead. Yeah. He this spends like his whole life trying to find his father, but he had him the entire time with him. Oh, yeah. Right. It's like, oh, man. And I sucks. feel like the same thing for Yandu, too. Yandu yeah. didn't really realize that he really liked him until this, like... Yeah, yeah even his crewmates, they all keep telling him how he's... Yeah, he's they kind of know he's a favorite yeah. or something. Give him the benefit of the doubt and all that stuff, and... Mm-hmm. He didn't but, realize yeah. it until you know he was actually doing especially stuff like before. Sean Gunn's character too, Craglin or whatever. Yeah. He just like Sean Gunn, friend of the pod. Yeah, yeah. He, he did an app. Yeah. An app. He, with he did us. an app over this, guys. <laughs> he did an app. Actually. Yeah, he did. Yeah. But yeah, you totally. I mean, he even I think Sean Gunn's part at that very ending sequence is what got me. Like, because when he starts like just cheering out of like nowhere. Yeah. And just like you know, just doing that salute. Well, he's the, the jealous brother, right? Of of pa- yeah. of uh, Star Lord. Yeah, and because he sort does, of, yeah, he's kind of like the kinda, first mate. He's the well, first mate. Type he of starts person, yeah. the the uh, the the coup, so to yeah, speak. Yeah, the revolt. Yeah. 
But yeah, against, for personal reasons, he's like, mutiny, man, you yeah. always are liking Star Lord. It's a terrible scene too. It's a very horrifying oh, yeah, scene. That, the mutiny scene. Yeah, yeah. Where, the deaths where they're killing oh, no. all the friends and they they're just, just like throw oh, them out into space. Out into space. Yeah. Yeah. That the, that that made the stakes so much higher yeah. for me. And it's weird because in Marvel movies, you know, oh, they could die. Yeah. But, but to yeah. show people being shoved out into space, you're like, and oh you're my gosh, seeing it on their yeah. face too. Yeah. Like, oh my that's gosh, I hope Groot doesn't die. We were talking about that about James Gunn. James Gunn either shows you too much to make you like he he's all obviously doing this to make you feel something yeah but he, he either shows too much where you're feeling like very very dreadful over what's going on or too little you're just kind of like well that's what's more there's a lot of real dramatic dramatic irony and and like shakespearean stuff like realizing that he was your dad and then yeah killing him in the last moment yeah, or yeah. showing you know the the all the, the the deaths because of the one action of you know it's very classic yeah. storytelling really and there's a, a lot way, of guilt yeah. in everyone there's always a lot of layers of stuff and it's not covered up by any kind of and you know disney and it's so insane because all out of all this time we've been talking we only touched upon rocket groot yandu yeah and uh you know star lord yeah and, well let's talk, let's talk about gamora and nebula, nebula. Yeah. because and they are the they have one of the coolest fight scenes one on one in yeah. the movie yeah i know that was dope it's like and a you even spaceship get against the, the girl a, a huge like gun like i was telling yeah. john i said it's like a special from like marvel versus capcom oh, whipping out scene, this right? huge yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah. fucking awesome like, yeah it is amazing and you so, get the breakdown of their relationship as well yeah I mean, you kind of get a little bit of it in the first one but it's real passive aggressive remarks right. this one you kind of actually get her breaking down to gamora like telling her how you know you did this to me maybe not what you thought you did, but you did this to me. And, and all uh, I wanted was a sister. Yeah. And, and Thanos. Who? Yeah, yeah, I know. Exactly. Right that, in the feels. Like, yeah. it, but yeah. it's kind of similar to uh, uh, Yandu's death. Like, they have connected, but she's off to a mission where she yeah. could right. yeah, exactly. die. That's yeah. It's too late. Everything's too late. That's what's really cool about them, the, the entire movie in, in general. Like, you know, just the fact that these characters find the connections, and they're, they're really very human connections. Like, you know, that's what relates us to the story. But like you know, they're obviously done in a very fantastical way. Like, yeah. Or Gamora and Nebula, I think uh, what Gunn said, Gamora's the arc for Gamora and Nebula is Nebula comes to terms that she actually loves her sister, and Gamora learns how to love right. her yeah. sister because like you know she's never thought of it that way. She's always thought of it as being competition or something. As, yeah. well, not so much competition as it is like surviving. Like yeah. she even said about like you know Zoe Saldana in her in your in her head, her and um you know, Star-Lord is like, she probably does like Star-Lord, but she's not thinking like that yet. Yeah. Or like, you know, she's only thinking for like the moment because she doesn't know how to. Yeah. She's only trained to live like for that moment. Well, Gamora and Nebula are going to be really important to Thanos and Infinity War. I think even in the trailer, they show them as kids (laughs) or some weird stuff. And now they're saying most of the movies from his point of view, which makes me think that there's going to be more Gamora and Nebula in that movie, well, in, in it, I think a lot of people think that like, oh, Thanos like conceived these children, and he's definitely not the case. Yeah, he it, forcibly adopts these children. Yeah, yeah. takes us prisoner. Yeah, exactly. So uh, that's very interesting to see right, as a from a young age, right? Like he mm-hmm. just like literally yeah, just makes them like basically you know, both war, sisters war, war, war orphans, basically yeah, war, war soldiers. Both sisters end up finding out that they've always had each other in in yeah. this terrifying situation. Weird, because yeah, they're kind of coming out of that conditioning in this movie. Right. A little bit from the last one. 
Right. But yeah. it is uh, weird because it's gonna. There's gonna be even more contacts to that relationship after Infinity War. Yeah. And after you find out who Thanos is, you're gonna be like, man, these two probably went through so much. Yeah. Well, assuming both of them make it out alive. Maybe. I don't know. Spoiler alert: Andrew and I have seen the film. Nice. Boom. I, yeah. There's... When Doctor Strange becomes a dog. Yeah. I know. Cosmo. There, well, there's these crazy rumors flying around that Gamora's the Soul Stone. Interesting. Yeah, that yeah. like only death would, would it's in bring her butt. it out. You have to yeah. kill a, a, a family member. You yeah, have to kill a, that's, a loved that, one. There's a rumor going around. So Whoa. if it's real, you yeah. heard it here first, baby. Breaking and we're sorry news. that he ruined the movie yeah, for you. Also, <laughs> hashtag sorry, not sorry. What is that hashtag? Thanos is secret. Or th- the movies are oh, the movies. Yeah. Thanos, um, Robert beats. Downey Jr. has come out asking everyone to not spoil yeah. the Thanos, movie. Fight me, Robert. Yeah. Thanos requires your silence. That's or what it yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. Hashtag Thanos requires your silence. Hashtag silence. So to the other, um, what did you guys think of the other newest Thanks member? Thanks for keeping us on uh, track. Drax and Mantis? Mantis. Yeah, and that's what's cool. Not about that Drax. But Paul Clementoff. Well, Drax was in the first one. Well, yeah, so yeah, Mantis they're, is, a new, they're, is a new character. But they're paired off, though, so both their stories kind of coincide with each other and everyone kind of goes off in their little groups but for again sure. though we, we knew who drax was from yeah. the first movie though yeah like but mantis you is get a an very expansion weird, but no but I'm, I'm talking about specifically about mantis as an addition mantis is a very weird character yeah. <laughs> to add to this like she's like even physically she looks like she's played by whoa yeah know, i mean physically she's played by like you know pomp what's her name pomp pomp clementoff. Clementoff, yeah yeah um, she's played by Cl- Pom Clementoff, um, and then she, um, but the, her actual phys- physical appearance is like she has antlers. She has this very like black, almost like shark like eyes, unless she like turns yeah. her eyes. Almost very, like a mantis. Very anime esque, like they're so big. Very yeah. anime esque. Are those antlers or antennas? Antennas. Antennas, yeah. Antenna antlers. And then she also, um, she, um, she's an empath, so she can actually feel or make other people feel the same feelings yeah. as she's doing it. Um, I think it's that's a, that's a clever way to show backstory without doing a flashback. Yeah, oh, a, totally. To yeah. It's it. a cool vehicle to help further the film. But she's she's paired off with Drax because her and Drax are kind of these like naive childlike characters yeah. that you know that kind of play off of each other. They're little boys and little girls. But um, I think Mantis was a really strong addition. Like watching it recently, like Mantis is a pretty strong addition to it. I don't know what they're going to do with her. Like you know, she's going to die forward. And that uh, Andrew said that. I think that's why I brought it up because like you know. I really want to ask y'all like if if she's actually killer, a potential no. casualty going forward. Well, like, she's infinity because that's a we were talking about the other day too with uh, the additions from Thor Ragnarok and stuff of like right. uh, their characters. They made you care just enough about so they'll hurt when they get killed, but it's not it's not risk of losing the main guys who could spawn future franchises. Exactly. You know? So you're saying like Wong. Like from yeah, Doctor Strange, some, goddamn. Yeah, someone like, like that who like you care an enough Asian about. Yeah, yeah, I know. Apparently, Wait, what's I mean, going on here? Yeah. What I'm, I mean, goddamn. But yeah, you yeah, like connection. People yeah. like Wong, Okoye. Um, yeah, yeah, Those pretty much all the side yeah. characters. Yeah. yeah, the supporting yeah. character, Rhodey. Yeah. Well, I I think of I think of um maybe her death being the catalyst to make Drax go like crazy or something. Well, I mean, because no. like she's actually shown in some promotional materials when they're all on Titan because uh-huh. it's always it's been established that the there's two final battles in if, Infinity War. There's the Battle of Wakanda, and there's the Battle on Titan. You know, in Wakanda, they're fighting the the Outriders, the, yeah. the Thanos' army. On Titan, the main oh. Avengers are fighting, actually, Thanos, and um, Mantis is with them. So I'm just mm. thinking, like, what would Mantis do yeah. in that in Put that him to sleep. situation? Mm. Like, but you sleep, would, bitch. But they would have to... I mean, you saw Thanos in the trailers. He's moving around like the Hulk. Like, he's literally jumping, yeah. like... 
and like super fast and stuff like that. You know, I think her only purpose in Infinity War might be to calm down the Hulk. Maybe so they just like they do a better like, job oh, than Black Widow. Yeah, well, and also like the whole <laughs> if they can get Thanos like at a like you know if they're all like the Hulk's in a different place. Yeah. Like yeah. Bruce Banner's having trouble controlling it. Like I don't want to become Hulk because I might be there permanently. That's what I'm saying. I was but like, also the Hulk's like I ain't trying to become Bruce Banner. <laughs> but like Mantis, Mantis was on on that on Titan on in, the, in the trailer. Yeah. Ooh, when, what so. she's on? What, not, in other words, she's with uh, Star Lord, Spider Man, right. and all them other people. Yeah. So like that's the fight with Thanos. It's, it's just kind of crazy. Yeah. Well, I think what's cool with pairing them up in this movie too with Drax is Drax isn't necessarily an emotional character or an empath, but it's he can almost be. solely yeah. you know emotional. But you you kind of can get that through her to deliver it for him. Yeah. You right. know, with the the more background, his kids and his family and all and stuff like that and. Which, yeah, you get a, a small taste in the first one, but this one you kind of get a little more of from her being able to see his visions and stuff. Well, I guess you're right, too. Like, if she does bite it in Infinity War, like, you know, hypothetically, like, that could drive, um, you know, that could drive Drax to, like, over the edge or, like, an actual emotional moment for Drax. Yeah. Like, where he would just be fighting, like, that, that'd be interesting, like, almost like he's losing his family again, and then just to see the rage that of him... Even if he's gonna go toe to toe with Thanos for a little bit at least to help kind of hold further that fight or something. Yeah, but, uh, I appreciate how much laughs uh, Drax and Mantis brought to it. Yeah, it's pretty um, funny yeah, because they were actually hilarious. funny. Yeah. yeah. So even watching it, you know, the uh, tenth time yesterday or whatever, it was still some of the parts are still hilarious. I, I like, think it's oddly a, they were the com- comedic relief for most of the movie. Yeah, I was gonna say like as something like with Star Lord, who kind of was it a lot. Uh, he tends to be more the emotional in this film or. The more serious, and uh, e- even uh, Gamora as like the foil uh, to his like comedy, or whatever. She's kind of more serious as well. So you did get a lot of the comedy from them too. So that's interesting. And then Rocket, yeah. even Rocket too. He's weird the whole movie also. So very mm-hmm. standoffish. So mm-hmm. I think that's kind of interesting that they're the yeah. There's the a lot comedy. going on with Rocket. I think in this one he's yeah. more uh, frustrated about oh, everything. It's, yeah. it's kind right, of weird. Yeah. He's just upset. He's just a yeah. mad little raccoon. <laughs> yeah. But I think yeah, there's a lot of room for angry it. little trash pan. I, I was think, gonna say yeah, trash. I think for of of all the characters, Rocket Raccoon, we've they've talked about his origin, they've talked about his story, but we have yet to meet or see anything concrete about his uh, past. from his past. So I think that's going to be an exciting loose end that can possibly be, be shown Almost to light like for volume the, three. The Wolverine Weapon X program yeah. type yeah. stuff. What you know? kind of revenge will he want? Yeah. You know, are I, there more raccoons? <laughs> the raccoons. I, I kind of... <laughs> the raccoons are coming. <laughs> I kind of hope they don't go that route, though. Yeah. Why not, John? Gee, well, John? We, I mean, you could say it for Guardians com- 3 or something, you know? Right. Or... Well, even then, though, like, but if we're comparing like storylines, because I like the way you, you paired them up with Wolverine. We didn't need that much backstory on. Oh yeah, yeah. Like on on Wolverine stuff. Like we could have just. You didn't like that. Every, uh, what is that, Colonel General Striker? Uh, did, Striker? I, yeah. I didn't like X Men Origins. Yeah, you're right. I didn't like it at all. Oh, that movie was terrible. Um, <laughs> so, but I did like the X Men Two retelling of that, and then I did like the um, Apocalypse te- retelling of that too. Uh-huh. Um, but th- that's my point. Like you know, you don't have to. Just explain every single intricate detail of it because yeah. I feel like that may take away from. I mean, it's some like of the, the Batman magic. origin. You kind of know it, but I think for someone like it. Rocket, though, I, I don't mind a small sequence because he's bit, still maybe just like a little bit of like a yeah. flashback in horror style, maybe. Yeah, because like he's still style. like a relatively unknown character, right? Um, so I think I would help 
with his character to establish maybe why he's like that or something. I think it's only fair because everyone like, like the vision to me. Like you yeah. know, you kind of get like just an actual like you know motivation for creating them, and then that's it. And, and then maybe they're di- disappointed because of it. There's like yeah. that's it. That's but why ev- I was created for. I think everyone has a chip on their shoulder and a, and and a goal. Like Star Lord, who's his dad? Well, we know that now. Gamora either kill Thanos or you know hurt him a lot, and we know that's what she wants. Groot wants to be a tree. Um, Drax wants to kill Thanos Thanos as well. So I think Rocket is the one where we're thinking, what is that long-term end goal to get you? And so it's going to be interesting to see what that is. Because it could be just belonging, but, I mean, that's not violent enough for for Rocket raccoons. Yeah, yeah. cool, 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 cool. cool. What else? What else? Uh, Let's see. Uh, I'm kidding. Another Uh, cool sequence is Rocket attacking the Ravengers. He had all those traps set up. That was actually really cool. That was pretty sweet. Sort of. I don't know. That scene I really love until it becomes very cartoony. It's just literally, I was telling Drew. It's a long scene. It's one of those long scenes. No, it's not that. Oh, I don't know. It's It's just one shot in particular and that's it. Yeah, one shot for me just ruins it. Not ruins it, but like it's kind of weird. Like it becomes a cartoon, like an actual cartoon when you're seeing the Ravagers bounce up and down. Were you seeing oh, a raccoon? Yeah, yeah. Like in, in the, the landscape. Big gun. <laughs> yeah. In the landscape, you've seen the, the Ravagers literally bounce up and down. I think it's maybe because, again, I'm going to go back to what I said earlier in the podcast is I've never seen anything really like that. Like, that's such a weird idea to put on film. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just very jarring to me. But Well, like, it also has one of those things they did in Guardians 1 with his big gun, and he says that, like, oh, oh yeah. That's another oh, no, direct that's, thing that, that, that they do. That to me is like a cliche. Like, that's, that's, a, that's a scene trying to be very cool. What do you think it could also be like Disney? Like, we want more laughs. Maybe. And then maybe like, he thinks, like, we'll too. do some cheesy in the tree stuff because or something. Maybe. Because that segues into, like, the point that I want to talk to you about, too, which is about, like, everything sort of seems anchored to a punchline in this movie. Mm-hmm. Like, sort of. Which yeah. and But everybody liked how funny the first one was. Right. But and then you get to a point where, Everyone. remember, we were talking about yeah. the duct tape part. The duct tape part where it literally goes on a little bit too long. Because, like, you know, you have Rocket talking to, or, you know, Rocket's listening into Quill. Well, they he's point like, out that it goes on too long. Hey. Like, what, what he's this? like, you're wasting a lot of time. And he's gone. Yeah. I yeah. guess so. He's I was off just like, That's just to me. It was like, it, I, everything. I think they're kinda, aware, for sure. Because, like, it, even during the, like, even when Nebula shoots someone and they're just like, it's not ripe. And uh, then, like, no, whenever, I that, like, you know. It's not ripe, Joe. Or, like, you know, when they're about to kill, like, hey, let's, can we kill Groot? It's too adorable to kill. And, like, that's the punchline to that scene. Or I think like, it, I think it's a I I think it's the only way to really address unless your movie's going to become you know Batman versus Superman or Man of Steel it's the only way to address that much carnage that is that's true. Okay. without it becoming too dark a yeah, film or something because if you mm-hmm. if you think it's funny or you the character thinks it, you know it's it's a laugh or make it something that's fun then the audience will be okay with it they'll be like all right cool like you know this is just the world that it's in where maybe they don't give an F. They're all pirates, so well, death and- comes to them easily. Because if 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 uh, yeah, I don't. I think if they don't make a joke about blowing up or shooting people, you're in that like, oh fuck. They're, well, and yeah. even in the first one where it hits you with that, oh he's young. The mom has cancer. It's super sad, and then it jumps to the dancing Smash scene it where, it, where it's hilarious. Yeah. So I think that's what this movie does is try to hit you in the feels and then make you laugh. And but then there, hit you but in the there will be moments like that. I think Infinity War, we're going to see a lot of like... For sure, laughs. Like, oh, yeah. Well, laughs, but then they'll know to like turn that off completely yeah. so yeah. you're staring at dead Captain America or something. Well, yeah, and then like you have... Um, <laughs> the ego, carcass of him. Ego being the reason that yeah, you know Quill's mom died because he put the tumor in her type of thing. Yeah, there were no laughs there, John. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
And well, Crazy. I mean, it was kind of. Okay, no, just, but yeah, that that's pro- probably why they need. Well, no, there was the laughs there because he did turn into David Hasselhoff oh, as yeah. a punchline. As a punchline of that, that's what I'm saying. Like you know, everything is kind of undermined as a punchline. Like everything, at least one scene would be stronger. Which, in my opinion, there are the strongest scenes are the ones that don't have any laughs. Like the, or at least the strongest emotional scenes. I'm not saying that I. Hating on the laughs, but those kind of get a little jarring. Yeah, it's I'm a Mary b- Poppins, y'all. <laughs> yeah. it, it is. You a, didn't like that one. It is. It is, a, it's a, it is a balance, and you can't always use but it. But it's not always that balance is there. Like you know, I'm I'm talking about like you know the actual scene where Yondu dies. There's no laughs there. He's like BVS. There's an actual no laughs. Everybody hated it. Well, no, no. But I'm saying like, but there's no laughs on the BVS scene, right? Or not? B- fuck the shit. <laughs> nice. God damn it. <laughs> what scene no is that in this movie? On the Yondu um, cool death scene. Like, that's an actual yeah. hardcore, like, you know, that's fucking, that's terrible. Like, you know, that's uh, He compares him to David Hasselhoff in the funeral. What? He compares him to David yeah, Hasselhoff in the funeral. That's also, that's a, that's a punchline. Yeah. Because, like, yep. and then it, the, the, the actual shot, you know, cuts to Drax and Rocket looking down, and then they look up, and they're just like, what the fuck is he talking about? And then they nod their hands, just like, oh, yeah, I guess. And then they just turn back. Yeah. Which is also, again, like, you know, that's kind of proving my point. So, it's it kind of a little it, weird. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. But, like, you know, the actual strong John does points, not like to laugh, folks. It's not that. It's <laughs> just, just so like, you know. If it was the first three times, I can literally, you know, you can watch the movie and you can literally see. Because even when the Sovereign comes down, when they go in, right after um, Yondu get, gets yelled at by Starhawk, the Sovereign comes down. And they go and talk to him. And then the the red carpet gets stuck. But to me, you can't have a Guardians movie without laughs. Well, that's my... I mean, I yeah, guess that's, 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 that's like, one of the staples is, of the movie. This movie, or the franchise, the Guardians franchise, not the Marvel franchise. The Guardians yeah. franchise started as a comedy first, action movie second. So, like, I guess that's, right. I guess that's what you're well, saying. Well, and also, like, even uh, we talked about it in Phase 1 and 2, or phase, mostly Phase 2, where these movies were so dark, and Took then you hit Guardians, turn. and then now people are like, well, I need more laughs. BVS, they're like, too dark, you need more yeah. laughs. Um, Thor Ragnarok, where they're like, let's turn this character completely on its head, and All it's a laughs. comedy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Where I think it's definitely necessary, even in Black Panther, what are those? But we'll get there. I think it's, um, a, lot, uh, it's a lot more natural for this movie. I mean, we love James Gunn so much. We know he grew up in... Agree- we know he grew up. He's a big boy now. No. <laughs> yeah. We knew he grew up in the, the trauma atmosphere, and... Trauma movies never take death seriously at all, and this right. may be even a toned down totally version true. of of a trauma movie where, <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> 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 yeah. Him, boy, boy, howdy! I, I think they're able to see too that uh, the kind of money this movie can make, especially when you make it a little more funny, it can bring families into the theater mm-hmm. as yeah. opposed to something that could be more dark, and you'll get. A lot of the mature, you know, adults like, oh, it's so good, but then they, no one's gonna bring their kids to come you see have a this gun thing. In your hand. <laughs> I know, right? I'm saying this. Well, you're yeah. making your point. Yeah, yes. but, all right, uh, man. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You get the point. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Put <laughs> but, it down, man. Uh, but yeah, I think that's what it's kind of led to. People starting to think, and maybe that's to a fault too. You know, people are starting to put too much comedy, where Thor Ragnarok kind of like runs that line too of like, oh, this is too much, and you know, so um, it's just like, it, obviously is it a, a parody, parody or is it not? Really yeah, parody? It, there's yeah. a fine line and all that stuff. Can't please so. everybody. Ex- exactly, and and uh, so definitely let's see what number three holds. If it's going to be too crazy, or if they kind of fight the ship right. Or, and like we talk yeah. about in our sequel podcast, the second is usually the darkest, mm-hmm. and so the third, I don't know what resolution will. It's like a return to hope. Yeah. Of, what yeah. What's the resolution? What are the guardians after? They become the space Avengers. Oh yeah, I guess so. Just like 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 all cooperative and it's yeah. everything yeah. clicks and they're they, all nice to each they other. They rebrand the the Ravagers as an actual they're just Guardians of the Galaxy right. like franchise. Well, like even like Army. the 
Adam Warlock introduction to the third oh, one. Yeah. That'll, that's a big Let's deal. Let's start talking about some yeah. after credit scenes, baby. There's like yeah. 4,000. So this is the next hour <laughs> do of the have podcast. Like five, I think. Let's get the useless ones out of the way. The Groot one actually playing video games. That's and Groot. Whatever. Yeah, that's it, it, cool. That, that, is, that is most of Infinity Wars. Just so you guys know. Yeah. Groot, not even joking. I, I saw some scenes. Groot is just a normal teen on his yeah. phone, ignoring everything. His pop is him like... On a yeah. toy uh-huh. for well, Infinity I mean, Wars. I think it's at least the only thing it, it does is at least help in terms of advancing where he's at. Right. So you're kind of getting beyond he's a teen. the. He's well, a tween. The not maybe not as helpful uh, baby whatever he is, and then now you kind of get to the point where he can probably start murdering people with with tree limbs well, and, and stuff. I it, can see a lot of comedy coming from that too, and people looking at their like teenage yeah. son and being like, "See that? That's you." Well, and yeah. it's a it's a time lapse too. How many how much time has gone by? Because he's literally fits Four in the years, size of your yeah. in the size of your hand, and then suddenly he's as big as you. And not to mention that it it really uh, well, I guess it it just kind of shows that what they've worked for. You know, they they've taken care of him, and now it's the father son thing again, where he's like, "Hey, clean your room," and you know. Um, that type of thing. So he even says it himself. He's like, now I know what Yandu felt like. Hmm. So it's come around full circle type of thing. And then we get the other one where Kraglin is, has the arrow where he's kind of whistling and because uh, Peter get, fixes uh, Yandu's arrow that breaks in the final battle between Ego and uh, them. And uh, yeah, that, that was pretty weird. But it's comedic because Drax gets stabbed by the arrow and that's number two. And I'm excited uh, for Sean Gunn. Too. It, it appears like giving him this would make him... A little bit more important to whatever future yeah. guardians. That's what happen. I was telling John. I said I hope there's another scene in the in a third one or something where he comes down and saves them, and he he learned how to master the arrow somehow yeah. in honor of Yondu or something. You know. Yeah. You have it's, another scene with the with with Rob just talked about. You have Aisha. Um, Aisha. They're not exactly the species from the comics. I forgot what they're called yeah. in the comics. They are gold faced though. What are they called? In the comics, uh, I don't remember their actual warlock. Name. No, they're not. I don't remember their actual name, but they they they, they, they build they build the perfect human, quote yeah. unquote. So that's which the thing is they, warlock, they do yeah. change because they make it seem like if she's creating him, when in reality they're kind of like a brother and sister. Uh, right. They yeah. refer to as him, him and, and her, her. And her. Yeah, in her. the beginning. Yeah, that's a band. Adam, that's Zoe Adam, Deschanel's band. Him and Adam her. and right? Eve. There you go. Yeah, and so they kind of make it seem as if Adam she's and Steve created him. But uh, I mean, definitely, he's going to be interesting, and they kind of leave it up to the viewer to kind of do the, some homework because they just refer to him as him, and they expect you to go and you know look into this yeah. a little further. But Adam, Adam, yeah, yeah. Adam yeah. Morlock. Well, and he's one of the weirders of the Infinity Gauntlet in the in the, and he has one of the he's the, bur- the Infinity he's born, Stones. He's born with a Soul Stone, I think. Or yeah, something exactly. Like that. So what? Um, yeah. Well, and it's not going to be. That's not going to be. The, oh, the, yeah. Movie. Yeah. Exactly. It, Wait a minute. He needs to be out now. That would be you cool know. if it was, and they surprised us, and he's at the collector's place. Like, what's <laughs> up? That's too crazy for. <laughs> it, yeah. It's really weird too because in the books, I mean, he's the one who pretty much stops Thanos. Yeah. So that's why it's interesting that he's not going to be involved in Gauntlet. So. Who knows? Uh, it'll be interesting to see how they actually stop him now. Well, let's talk. So this is some after credit scene. Let's talk about uh, a freaking insane Stan Lee cameo. Probably one of the craziest. It's probably of all the of best. Them. So yeah, Stan Lee cameo. Yeah, hands down. One of the I guess fan theories. That's how I say yeah. theories. Yeah. One of the fan theories is that he is a what? A, a watcher. watcher. Yeah. Who watches the Watchmen? Yeah. Well, explain the to us do. what a watcher is. That sounds creepy. Sounds like something they, my uncle would do. <laughs> They are similar to the Guardians in Green Lantern from the DC universe. As they kind of, the Watchers kind of oversees everything across the universe or existence and all that stuff. Universe so is they are omnipotent, all seeing, all that stuff. So 
they would it would I know the fan theory is that it would be used to explain why he's in everything that he's always watching because he's anything. describing a UPS. Yeah, what is he describing? Yeah, he's describing one of his cameos, the cameo from, Tony, uh, from Civil War. Civil War, yeah, where he he's the FedEx driver, whatever it is, and he that's Tony Stank, whatever it is. And, and now, uh, is that like an official thing? Are they saying he's a watcher? They just like yeah, I think they're just kind of played around implied. with the yeah. That's think, crazy. Yeah, because it's pretty been it's been well known for a while, and so I think uh, James Gunn was kind of like you know yeah, doing some fun. fourth wall meta breaking and stuff. Well, and that's cool because it's it, the perfect way to do it though, because the watchers, I mean. As opposed to, from what I got, uh, you know, other than the Guardians in DC too, the Watchers watch across the multiverse. Too. Right, that's what I said. Yeah, here. like so they they don't just watch like a sector. Yeah, yeah, they watch like literally, like so they can be watching the comic universe too, and they're just kind of like observing. Like, right, each, and that's each what I'm gonna say yeah. is that's the cool thing is that Stanley Stan Lee had cameos in Fantastic Four. Cool, he had cameos in these other Marvel movies that aren't MCU, and this kind of. Almost the, ties them all that together. That was a deleted scene. One of the throwaway lines that like James Gunn told Stanley to say. So one time I was actually a strip club owner, and that's his cameo in Deadpool. Yep. And they didn't use that, and, but they actually recorded that line. So like you know, it's it was implied that he's literally Stanley across the Marvel, you know, movie spectrum, which he is. Yeah. yeah. Stanley is uh, Stanley. All the after credit scenes. Yeah, uh, I don't know. It, actually. Yeah. So. There's some fun little things in the credits. Howard the Duck is there. Yeah. The Grandmaster from Ragnarok. The David Hasselhoff. The, yeah, the streaming song. I guess along the whole credits. Once you've yeah. gone a duck. Lot. This yeah, is the most kidding. packed. After uh, this is the most packed credits I think in a long, long time. Yeah, if if, if not ever. They really just with were a lot going on. Yeah. Well, and it's cool because he actually had them create their own dance moves. So it's like Groot scooting and Gamora's doing her own thing and Nebula. And they're all dancing in, in the after credit scene, which is pretty uh, hilarious. Seth Green returns as uh, Howard the Duck. A complete, complete thing. Well, let's go around the horn, which I said last week and I'm going to say all the time now. Nice. But uh, let's talk about our final th- uh, thoughts. How, what, what T-H-O-T-S. Did we change thoughts. any of your minds? Did we make you feel better about... Your or experience. worse. <laughs> or worse, right? We sound like a psychiatrist yeah. or an optometrist. Optimist. Number better, one? Number two. Worse. Better? And then you say two, and they're like, no, number one's supposed to look No. Better. Wait, what? You're no, wrong. it's my vision. Oh, I just smudged it. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. But yeah, what did you guys think of this movie? Buy it, rent it, keep it, burn it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of options. Onto it. Blu-ray. I thought it was great. I mean, um, just kind of rewatching it and talking about it with y'all like I, I i still feel that it's not the same type of feeling that you d- get when you first watch the first one uh because the first one if you've never seen the first one or i guess what i'm talking about is like when the first one came out like when you, you had no idea that that movie was going to hit you that hard um it still doesn't compare to that but it is a very good like it's a, the most character centric piece of the marvel universe and i i love it for that the fact that James Gunn just wants to make like a very uh, interesting character study on all these characters, or on all these, or this ensemble basically, he wants to make like a you know a character movie based around them, and it you don't really get that, you know, you know these other movies like you know Doctor Strange or even Ant Man, um, they try to just follow the the superhero formula. This one literally shies away from that. Like I feel like this one goes down the Mad Max or the uh, Mad Max Two or the Evil Dead Two route of sequels, and I think it's great because of it. Good deal. I mean, I think I really enjoyed it. Obviously, uh, I mean, there was. I think it's a fun film. It's a it's a good popcorn movie. Uh, it's something that, like uh, John was saying earlier that you can rewatch, and it's on Netflix too, so you can rewatch it whenever you want. 
For uh, free. I mean, for, not free, I guess. Yeah, I guess you for pay the, for Netflix. Whatever, $20, whatever it is now. One month free. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know you're borrowing your brother's yeah. account. John, tell everyone your login. <laughs> exactly. Um, but, yeah, I think it's a fun film. Um, uh, like John was saying earlier, too, like I think they do a great job of character development, uh, getting through the through stories. They not don't really leave you on cliffhangers for stuff. Um, but, yeah, there. I mean, of course, like I said earlier, it, I feel like it, it feels like they were trying a little too hard with comedy at some points, and um, it just felt like they were just took the formula from the first one, and like we're just gonna really get after it in here. When I think it would have been interesting had they kind of uh, trying to go a couple different routes with it, but again, it's it's still a good film that holds up, and and uh, I know it's only been a year or whatever, but it still holds up, and uh, visually, it's it's a, a very beautiful movie, just like Doctor Strange was and stuff. So I, I definitely enjoyed it. Yeah, um, same. I think it suffers from that Thor The Dark World syndrome where, like, man, everyone thinks about Thor The Dark World and they're like, man, that movie sucks. But when you watch it, I think you can listen to our podcast again. We're like, actually, it's not that bad. Um, I think people see it in a harsher light than it is because of the fact that it's hard to measure up for the first one. But like Rob was saying, the um, visually, it's uh, beautiful. It's stunning. The the color they use, the, the way James Gunn pours uh, the oversight into detail is uh, pretty awesome because he basically uh, color corrects it and, you know, uh, he's able to uh, convert it into, you know, shot into 3D. I mean, um, IMAX 3D. And I know you, you put that in, in one of the trivia questions. He uses an AK camera and things like that. AK. AK. AK, 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 AK. Okay, cool. You added two more than was the bad KK. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, James Gunn's a uh, smart filmmaker. Um, I don't expect him to slip up anytime soon because of um, his fundamentals of film. Um, I think he makes the movie fun and enjoyable. And a lot of these sequences, again, you do roll your eyes at when you're thinking about it. But when you're in the moment, it, you can't help but smile. I would have a problem with the, the comedy if the comedy hadn't been funny or hadn't lasted the test of time. There are still parts in here that I find myself laughing out loud. Um, LOL, LMFAO yeah. on the floor, RFL. Raffle? Waffle. Uh, Blue. <laughs> but um, yeah, I meant anything from like Drax's uh, one liners or um, uh, Mantis's uh, funny uh, acting and uh, I guess uh, incompetence is, is hilarious as well. But um, the cast is great. From everyone from people in The Sovereign to Kurt Russell to uh, Michael Rosenbaum. You didn't even know he was in there. But Sylvester Stallone, Ving Rhames, uh, uh, Miley Cyrus, um, <laughs> you know, you, you can keep going. Zoe Saldana, obviously, Chris Pratt and Vin Diesel. And uh, I'm just going to go ahead and say all the cast. Right here we go. Here we go. Hey, one, two, yeah. three. Anyway. Um, but, yeah, uh, again, I would have a problem with this movie if um, I really genuinely didn't enjoy it. And as a James Gunn fan... I am just excited to see what he's going to do with the third one. How do you get bigger than Ego, the Living Planet, or Thanos? Um, but yeah, it's exciting to... Uh, hopefully, uh, this might be one of those movies where it might not just get a trilogy. It could go past that. I know it's starting to look like these Marvel movies will only get trilogies. Captain America trilogy, Iron Man trilogy, Thor trilogy, and then that's going to be it. But um, I would have... I was telling John, I would have never guessed that this movie had a trilogy before Ant-Man or Doctor Strange. 
Yeah, I, I, mm-hmm. I, I think what's really interesting about this, this is as much a James Gunn movie as it is any other kind, um, uh, which is thinking about it, if he gets to make volume three, which I think he is already making volume three, he's the only director who's going to be able to make start uh, to finish a trilogy, a trilogy for the Marvel yeah, Universe. Right. And I think that's why this movie does have a lot of the callbacks to the first because he's creating a, a, a template. World. For every single Guardians movie, which is interesting because it's within a Marvel template or a Marvel universe, but he's going to create a certain theme, whether it's addressing the violence with an incredible amount of comedy, whether it's, you know, um, some insane music and some great um, action sequences that only he can think of, um, or any of the other things that he learned from all the other movies he's made. These Guardians movies are really special because they are contained within themselves of course there'll be infinity wars but he's going to be able to finish finish a, a good trilogy of, of movies that i think he can be really proud of mm-hmm. but yeah really exciting good stuff good stuff yeah, yeah. so guys burn it on a blu-ray <laughs> and distribute it illegally jesus christ <laughs> oh don't gosh. do that we were just kidding Please. i'm just yeah, kidding don't do that take those fbi warnings seriously because they yeah. definitely are looking and they'll find you <laughs> yeah. but if not go they'll raid your office go to uh freeblu-ray.com slash uh dot gov dot gov it's a government website yeah boo hide your access hollywood tapes oh that's the most current thing so this is the most it's like about to be 1 a.m. and this podcast is going to be out in like two hours. Yeah, let's talk about some current political things. The FBI just raided Donald Trump's lawyer Michael Cohen's <laughs> law office. I'm just kidding, <laughs> but that's how you know that this is current. Uh, Zuckerberg was just at the House Committee panel this he, morning. He looked like Data from Star Trek. <laughs> yeah, we're all holding up the newspaper from today. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let's talk about plugs. Because it's the most current, you guys can plug something that's dropping tomorrow. <laughs> later on today. What do you guys have to plug? Um, Nothing. Oh. Okay, actually, I mean, just the same old, same old. Uh, listen to all the Delphin Pod podcasts. Listen to all the Sticker Fridge podcasts. And um, just have a badass day. Day, day I guess. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Shit. Just, we make forgot, some time we, for yourself. Make some time for yourself. We forgot to tell you guys the reason why this is coming out on Thursday is because... Yeah. We're going to be hitting we're, it up big time because we're close to countdown. We oh, realize time. that there is only two weeks away and we have four movies. So some of you have been asking, what are you going to do? This is what we're going to do. Yeah, what we're going to start gonna releasing do, two movies a week. We're going to yeah, record exactly. podcasts an hour before they come out yeah. so yeah. that we get to No edits, time. unfiltered. It's basically live. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And At if, this point. If you guys do like this podcast, I mean, we don't have a trivia game on the other one, but you, you guys can check us out on Revenge of the Sequel. Rocks. which um. It's 100 episodes, 100, 100 hours. 101, ep- or 100 and, I don't know, 3 100 episodes. 100, 100 plus. 100, 100, 100 episodes plus. forever. Yeah, 100 we, we, plus episodes. We got one Dalmatian per episode. But uh, <laughs> that would be pretty cool if you guys want to you know, take a listen to that. Yeah, we'll be starting up soon. Yeah, that's going to start up baby. pretty soon because... special things yeah, cooking. because Countdown to Infinity is Might up in be. the air afterwards. Here's what we. Here's what we, you can do. Uh, tweet us or let us know what you want us to do with this afterwards and... We yeah. might, we yeah, might take it. Infinity, could, you want to do the the Marvel shows? Are you down? Are you, are you a down defender? Are you, do you down want? to it for a Defenders podcast? Yeah, what about Countdown the DC Infinity, films. A defen- yeah, DC what do you films. want? What do you want, Zaddy? Um, do you want Rob, to do what, the other Marvel films? What do you What do you want to plug, Zaddy? 
Uh, you know, I'm still uh, doing that uh, show on Mondays at 12.30. You're on TV. Uh, You're yeah. a TV star. <laughs> Boom. You are, yeah. yeah. CW35. Uh, big leg. Com- combo leg crew. Uh, actually, we are up for an award, actually. Uh, <gasps> Boom. It's, an uh, Oscar. <laughs> it's this thing called an Apex. I, I have no idea what it is, but I hope we win it. <laughs> you know what that wow. means? Apex it's, Predator. Yeah. Top it's of a, the food chain. Yeah, it's an award in, in news media and stuff. So, Are there three um, X's at the end of Apex? Cause I, I, believe, I hope so. If, if then not, I don't want it. Then you're reading it wrong. It's ape porn. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So apparently, like, uh, if we make it to next week's um, like tier, this will be the furthest that uh, this station in San Antonio has ever gotten. Wow. In this so, Wait, you should have said yeah. this at the beginning. Shit. <laughs> Wait. So, are do people vote or what? Uh, no, no. It's it's based off of like uh, I think it's like people in the in uh, the media, or whatever. I All think, right, people the... in the media. I know you listen to this podcast. <laughs> You're gonna be looking for comic book, book crew. crew. <laughs> And uh, if there are any Russians listening, do what you did <laughs> a couple of years ago. Let's push this thing over, baby. We're going to start flooding fake news online about other... Exactly. Mm. I heard that other show did Benghazi. <laughs> yeah, that whatever community hero show, Benghazi. 100% Benghazi. That's funny. Oh, and then Heroes and Fantasies. Of course, which yeah. is my plug. Yeah, I'll, I'll save it We're still it a for thing. Yeah, yeah, I'm still around. We are still a thing. Me, come see me and Rob. Nice. You're still a thing. Um, <laughs> if you want more Guardians of the Galaxy, they're doing some real cool stuff. At one point, Venom was a part of the Guardians of the Galaxy. Whoa. Iron Man was a part of the Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, right now, Ant-Man is a yeah. member of the group. See, exactly. So really? um, if you Holy want shit. some different dynamics and you know you want interaction with some of these Avengers with uh, the Guardians, then come by and see us at H&F. H&F. Uh, it's, if you live in San Antonio, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, even if you don't. Go online. I've seen so many people from out of town come visit come us. Come on down. They don't have yeah. things like this in, in their town. So. It's a tourist attraction. pretty awesome. It's, isn't it the largest? It's one of the biggest comic book shops For in, sure, in the yeah. country. Yeah, in the one country. Of the biggest, Absolutely. So. And yep. guys, you get, Andrew, will you sign someone's boob if they go? He, um, he will. No. He, he will. I'll make sure he does. You need I, to sign every single person's I boob. I only do ass cheek. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Andrew will sign your ass cheek. And there's a lot of you listening Ask him. Go to Heroes and Fantasies. Yeah. Find it. Please don't drop L- trowel. Look for Andrew. H&M. Take your pants off at H&M. <laughs> at H&M, yes. Go ahead and do an H&M. H&M. Just Please. scream, Andrew, Zaddy, get me. H&M. Hit me, Top Golf. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, uh, we'll see you on Monday and then on Thursday. And then on Monday one more time. And then... Infinity, Infinity War. Wars. Boom. Yes. And we'd like to Infinity thank our War. guest, Rob, for this. Yeah, thanks, Rob. Thanks for having Boom. me, guys. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, that's awesome, man. Thanks for coming. Thank you so much. Yeah, I hope you, I see you again in the future at some point, guys. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. No R- promises. <laughs> life is short. Revenge yeah. of the sequel life episode, short. baby. In these times of hardship, just remember...